It's that time again for your dynamic duo of dummies to jump into this week's books. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Moore. And this is episode number 317 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. It is 317. Can you? Can I be the boy blunder? You can, can do whatever you want, baby. I'm not holding you back. I am. 317. Oh my goodness. We have done a lot of shows. That means I'm fat, man, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> Damn it. Yes, it does. But welcome, welcome all. And let me tell you before we go into this week's podcast that has six books not a ton but seems to be the new normal right six is the new 12 we have less is that what it is (laughs) yeah i know ah yes but we end up being all around the intranets eric we we keep social distancing but not social networking is that what they say now i don't know i'm making up (laughs) i don't know what's happening right now my my head's spinning is what's happening i already told you i'm having some problems but you can go over to twitter at weird science dc if you follow us eric will follow you back he'll follow you all the way home and ask for a meal we have a, a website weird science dc comics.com where we do review all of the books each and every week and it's getting very very easy to do that now because we don't have a ton of books anymore we also have a patreon patreon.com slash weird science it, it's never easy there Eric. we're always busy doing something over there and this past week me and you got together for what we do each and every week every thursday night is the patreon dc comics spotlight where we talk about Superman number 25 and Milestone. Dark Knight's Death Metal Trinity Crisis number one. You have to do it sing or song. It's so Dark Knight's long. Death Metal 3.5. Yes. And that's what we ended up saying that it should have been part of the main deal, but it was crucial or, you know, necessary. Necessary it's and important. Crucial. Yeah. Uh, and so if you wanted to hear what we thought of that and be surprised that one Eric Shea may have liked Superman 25 more. Than what he usually likes from Brian Michael Bendis. Go on over. Yeah, yeah, we're down a little (laughs) with these books. And I ended up talking to you, and I always go and look at stats and I listen to podcasts and things like that. And I said to you, you know, maybe the problem is, is we get so over the top. Like we, we have very strong opinions about things and i think that people don't like that eric so this podcast i'm just we gonna scare be, people off I'm with gonna our be opinions the, yeah i'm gonna be the meh guy you just talk to me you're like so what did you get every time i you i say meh so it makes sense you haven't even seen me in like over half a year you keep it's sending crazy. me glamour pics for some reason yeah See, you're not saying meh there. You're going, mm, stop it. Mm, That's what I'm saying. saying. You're saying, yeah, you're doing all sorts of noises. But the badasses of the Get Fresh Crew, Eric, be- be- oh, that's one of the levels that they do get to pick most of the stuff that we do talk about. They do pick the two books on the spotlight. They hide and they it for ended themselves. Up, and they ended up grabbing that Trinity crisis for themselves. <laughs> it really left this podcast with a gaping hole, really, in importance. Tell me but, more. Yeah, I'll tell you more. These are the badasses. These are the ones you can blame. If you want to end up pointing and blaming somebody, it's all these fellas and gals. Pretty low badasses. We have Jay Jennings, Josh Murray. He's not a robot from the Not a Robot podcast. Ted Probes, Lawrence Lee, Crow T Robot, Forrest Pauly, Optimus Prime. Cam, Joseph Wojcik, Matt Razor, D-Men 3000, all new Dave, Lady Abby, Niels T-Word. I'm still worried. I'm just worried about Niels. I don't know what he's up to. David Fink, Joey Bercosco, Steven Baum, Tony Walton, Michael G, Ken Halleck, Paulie P. Down Under, 
Did you see that insect from Australia in the Slack? I think the thing they call that, that, that a monster, a, not an thing insect. Thing that was eating a possum. <laughs> Comic Boom, Rocky, Cellar Dweller, Mark Jagger, Eric G, Aldrin Stoja, Ulysses Jones, Nick Adams, Bill Bear, Ruben. Carlos, Lone Wolf Marv, T-Funk, Luke Hollywood, Simon, Louise, Scott Manship, Scott Manship, Andrew, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh Vermillion, Bobby Bain, Dalton, Edom, my man Pete from NYC, Batman Beyond, Morris Code Sending Mark, my man Rob Lewis, and your man Rob Lewis, Brandy Murray, and Double A-Ron. Boom! Right on time, Eric. Just you. like a wizard. Always shows up right on time. But unlike a flash, they, they tend to show up late, Eric, right? Late with explanations, I think. And that is a segue. No, no, because for, that, uh, <laughs> that means that at one point in time, they will give you explanations. They will never do that. Oh, so you're saying that late, can you have to eventually arrive to be late. That's what you're saying. I am Touché. saying instead of Touché. like a wizard, the flashes are more like a dude with two families. He's keeping everything hush hush and not saying shit to anybody. Hmm. You seem to know a lot about that. Is there something you want to open up? I know you don't really, and that that's shade to all your <laughs> your brethren out there. But hey, you, you ended up not going tubing, and now you've written them out of your life. We Eric. went but swimming. Did you go swimming? Yeah. Where did you go swimming? In the sippy hole? At Is that my, where you at, went? At my step grandmother's house. Oh, was it a pool or the out there in the lagoon? It was a pool. They're well to do. Obviously, okay. that's the thing. Is oh, all well my to do. yes, they are. They have their own company, which my brothers work for. Oh. I, I'm not from that Look side of the family, so no. I don't get to participate in this whole thing. Even the whole thing, when we pull up to my step-grandmother's house, who I haven't seen more than three times in the last 30 years, okay. she like, my sister calls like us, we're all coming to the house. Can we do that? Sure, that's great, Randy. You're up in Texas. Oh, you can do whatever. Me and my cousins show up at the house first. She meets us at the door, and I go to say, hey, it's nice to see Social distancing, stay away. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yep, just did like you when I was five again. <laughs> did you see her hugging other people? <laughs> she did. did. You? Yeah, everybody yeah. was going up. What a bitch! I mean, really, really, that's uh, what she, she did. Me, she gave me a pool to swim in. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Now I'm angry. I'm at, what's this, what's I've this seen it three times in thirty years. Holy crap! Did they have a uh, shark painted on the bottom of the pool? No, they did, didn't. Did they but I was that? upset because when I was a kid, they used to have a big ass slide. The freaking bury oh, yeah. them, take it down though for safety reasons. Yeah. How old are you? Seriously, <laughs> you want a slide? Yes, yeah. I want a slide. It was the most yeah, badass be thing about cool. the pool. Telling you, my uncle with that the, the the shark. Uh, the uh, the oh. freaking uh, diving board was gone too. Really? Did my dad go and break it? He no, did that at our diving it. board <laughs> at our apartments we lived in in Warminster. He did break the swimming pool diving board, and I had to live that up for you know a couple years until we moved, and then clean slate. And then I still I ended up doing stupid shit anyway for people to make fun of me as well. But Eric, that's it for the beginning. Oh no, We're it's not go, because oh, oh. about more about my family, actual oh. people in my family who I don't talk to. I got a message from my aunt today who I haven't personally talked to and. 15, 20 years, but okay. she sends me a message out of nowhere today. Hey, Erica, I just want to let you know that we're putting my mom in a nursing home. If you have any questions, talk to me about it. I'm like, first off, this is you know my grandmother who pretty much raised me from a child yeah, for the yeah. longest time. Why would you say my mother? Not your grandmother, your mom, mom, whatever. It's <laughs> Who a, knows? And the thing is, I'm like, weird. It's very weird, and I don't want to add to the weirdness, so I'm not saying shit. I'm just going to let that let shit lay. That's just because what she's convinced her. Because you said she's been losing it a little. She's convinced her this for the will, Eric. She's going to grab your money. She's going to grab there all your no money. money. No, you don't this know that. This the well-to-do side of my freaking you know, know brothers that. and sisters. Who knows? Sometimes do know it'll that. surprise you. She stole you, half my inheritance from my, from my grandfather gave me. 
Well, exactly. She probably didn't spend that, right? She probably also maybe owns a haunted house or a gold mine or something. That's what usually happens. And it's weird because you'd just get the haunted house, haunted but house to get the gold, gold mine, mine. <laughs> the gold mine you'd have to sleep in over the weekend to get that. The haunted house, you're good. That you, does you seem just like something that. I would do, though. Like, you, hey, you if would you want sleep this haunted house, deal. yeah, you got to sleep in a gold mine. Could be a bit yeah. old insects in there. I'm not doing just, that. Doesn't make any sense. There's tummy knockers in there. I'm not going in that mine. I don't know why you're cursing like that. I don't need that sexist remarks. What did you say? Tommy Tommy knockers. I know, but we're going to go off now to the books. Yes, Eric, I'm here. Good. Here I am. I, I couldn't get I, I, I over to the mute button. I couldn't get to the mute button. I was trying to grab onto that. Hey, everybody, we're here to talk a couple books tonight. And as I said a little earlier, if you want to read the written reviews for all of these, go over to WeirdScienceDCComics.com, our website where we get yelled at a lot and things like I that. I do not. And one of the things, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I'm going to, you know, now I'm just going to go on as <laughs> somebody else. Hey there, Eric. That's Shea, fine because you change the site where you have to like accept yeah. the comments to come in and you don't look at that. So I have to go through and moderate all the comments. Damn now. right. I think I actually changed it back by now nope. because I, I I ended up putting three comments today of myself. Maybe we're allowed to respond without anything because I responded to a couple today. I thought I put it back. I just don't want anonymous comments <laughs> at the moment. So I took those off. I'll just make my own little profile you know hey there oh what does jay strong have to say eric you end up with all of these things going on and i feel bad a lot of times because people do like books i don't know if you realize this and people yeah, do have yeah, some favorites and things like that yeah and so i'm i'm on the slack or i'm on twitter and lately it's just getting me down because people, hey, how about this book? And I, there I am. And I'm thinking, can I just kind of you fake can. it and no, say? No, no, and the thing is, you can just, you know, don't have to say anything, really, if you're just going through. If they ask you a question. They ask hey, me. They say, the- what do you think S- of Send them this? a link to the review. Well, but the, half the time, it's not my reviews. I'm saying these are people in the Get Fresh crew, beep, boop, that are all excited. Hey, it's Jay from well, Canada, especially. I, I think that- I'm sitting there like, you haven't read it yet anyway. Jay from Canada thinks that I'm ready to jump off a bridge or something because everything he's like, I read this, 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 and this, and they're awesome. I'm like, 
no, 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 and no. <laughs> I didn't like any of those, and it's starting to get to me. And while we're all going towards some sort of change, you end up seeing the solicits for DC. In December, there's a lot of stuff. And as I was going through, I was messaging you this week as I was reading them because they did drop this week. And I'm like, whew, they're throwing some things out there. And the next thing, oh, my God, they're throwing. And it does seem like we're going to get a change. And I know that people get upset about that and they get worried. Oh, big change, whatever. I need a change. I really do need a change. They're and one of the our things current continuity like it is 2020. And once 2020 is over, we are moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah. We're never dealing with this bullshit again. It's off to the future. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like going in this. And I'm excited. And I think that a lot of people were thrown off with the whole, you know, rumored plan of 5G, you know, not having our regular heroes, having the younger stuff. And I, I can see why they would have been upset about that. I was kind of just looking forward to to something different but with a timeline possibly opening up getting some characters getting some books that we haven't had in a while maybe digitally but still getting them i'm excited because a lot of the books and and tonight especially we're going to get a bunch of books that are ending in a very forced way and then we're also getting books that seem to just have been meandering for a while they've gotten very stale and that's how it ends up feeling to me, this whole line of books, the the whole new fifty two and the rebirth, it just feels like it's Universe. time for yeah. It feels like it's time for a change. It feels like you need that spark again. You know the spark that we got with Heroes in Crisis. Look, I'm right? not even that, talking about like a spark. I'm talking about a writer coming on How who has a plan, you? and DC not like you know worried enough where they let them like, hey, if you want to change something enough, where even you could change it back later, just do something where just it seems say like right they are now you're talking about Brian on. Michael Bendis, Eric. <laughs> I'm talking about Joshua Williamson. Well, you can say oh. he he has made changes. He introduced the yeah, Sage Force, the, the Strength Force. I'm like, yes, we, we introduced them. What have we done with them? I don't even understand what the Forever Force is or how it affects the book anymore. They were just and I don't think and we're thrown going out to. there and we moved on. And what I think happened at points, you know, we ended up at the DCYOU right before Rebirth. We had the, you know, story over continuity. I think that pretty much once we got into Rebirth after the first couple trades or whatnot, it's just the Wild West. I mean, everybody's allowed to do whatever they want. It's gotten so convoluted of what we're dealing with, what's happening. Even with death metal, you're throwing out crises and things like that. And so with all of this going on, I I do think that a reset being like you're saying, then having people come on, then they would have the opportunity to just start with something that everybody knows. I want all these writers to go off on one of them retreats and start talking individually about the books and what they mean. What is, how are we going to deal with the speed force? How are we going to deal with the phantom zone? Even things like that, but also a continuity. What's in continuity? What isn't? Because when you go back and forth, I had always said to you, look at you, you jerk with your, with your fan. With your fancy lips and your ears, I said. I do have those things. But you were the Jim's a monster. You're the continuity kid. You are. You're the continuity kid. I didn't I didn't start the fire, Eric. You know, like Billy Joel. You end up though with this where I kept saying to you, Hey, uh, what's going on? I don't mind 
you know, the continuity, hey, I can get past that. I like good stories. And I, I told you, I always need a synergy amongst books. But the continuity, yeah, now I see what happens. And and things are unraveling. Things are falling well, apart a bit. that's one of the things is when we jumped on, I introduced you to the comic books. We had the new 52. It was all new, all fresh. You could jump on and not have to worry about all the stuff that came before. It's a perfect place. Oh, except for Batman and Green Lantern. How you might have to worry you? about those going forward. And then it started going on because then if you that's the case, if Superman never died in the new 52 yeah, then, I, how do we have Hank Henshaw go and blow up Coast City to make Hal Jordan into Parallax, which did happen even though Superman never died. Now, it became a mess immediately because yeah, they didn't have a it. set plan. And then everything went to hell when we moved forward into Rebirth where it's like, oh, we're going to open some things up a bit, but we're still dealing with the set continuity. And then, bam, freaking Scott Snyder and, Death and regular metal throws in the freaking monitor's tuning fork. I'm like, I, I don't yeah, know that's what. Also, just throw in, like we even talked a little on the spotlight on the Patreon, the idea of Superman Reborn. What exactly yeah. happened with that? Who was affected? What's going on? Because we Super, ended up- Not even that. It's Superman Reborn on top of Doomsday Clock opening up the year. So the Kents are still alive and then Superboy was around in Smallville. Things are a mess. So now we just have things just happen and you start to wonder. And and yeah, there's nitpicks. There's a lot of people who well, aren't even worried. even that, like- Bendis's alterations of Krypton's history, because even when we had the Sinmar people seeing, you know, Clark's ship going off away from Krypton towards Earth, I'm like, what about Supergirl? Is Argo City, did that still survive for a time after Krypton was destroyed? Like, are we dealing with that in, in Bendis's new revised Krypton? That was on the other side, Eric. They weren't, oh, they weren't okay. monitoring that. But even little things that I, I was just going to say, people aren't going to really worry. Me and you kind of do because we're one of the few that read the book. But the whole idea of a Kong Keenan in the new Superman book or the Lana Lang Superwoman book, that really was tied into Superman dying. So what yeah, is the, the idea? When you this have Superman you. Reborn happen where that really didn't happen and got what? So how does that affect the other books? And so what I'm saying mainly is the idea we that this problems. continuity is a mess. And I see where it's starting to annoy me and it's starting to make me because then people Welcome start fudging party, things. Well, that's I think that it's not even just the deal. It's it's the idea of. It it's, tends to make people lazy. I think that keeping within the continuity, you have to think things through a little. You have to That's make what things I said make when sense. Dan said story over continuity for the DCYU. Yeah. Well, and even and I want to mention as well, we we're talking about the new fifty two when you introduced me to and, and very nice introduction you gave me to the books where you start yelling at me about the Green Lanterns. There's uh, more than one, Jerry. You're hard of hearing, you're an old man, I had to yell. That's from Eh, what are you saying? <laughs> There's only one Green Lantern. It's not That's that the I'm a jerk. You just hard of hearing. Me. But yeah, when when that happened and we talk about it, I hope that people realize that we we have love in our voices because me Definitely. and you, I think we're two of the only ones left that will ever defend the new 52 and, and what Aspects. it was. Yeah, we didn't love everything. And that's no. the thing. We're not going to ever, you know, fake the funk and say everything is great, but that it was at least something. And like you said, they didn't go full out. They went half-assed. You end up not wanting to, oh, my God, nobody's going to buy the killing joke. Really? They're not going to buy the killing joke if you say that that's not continuity? (laughs) And the idea, oh, you know, brightest day, dark, all that. 
but they ended up half-assing it, which ended up making a lot of things wonky, a lot of things weird, and so you already starting. So if you are going to do things... And here we are, nine years later, and things have only gotten more confusing. Yeah, and so I hope that... And, and again, one of the big problems is nobody wants to say reboot. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants to say everything's going to change. Why does everybody use my word, pre-boot? Pre-boot. That's what you say. Das boot, I say. But Why? You, you say, the boot. <laughs> you end up with the the Bart the. You end up with all this where I hope they don't go half-assed, and I hope they do have somebody fully in charge, fully with a vision to go forward, and not just have these little, well, this guy's going to do this, and then this guy's going to go against, because I, I want books that matter, but I also want good books. I want fun books. I want new writers as well. I'm getting sick of these same ones. And that's just a little rant and rave here from us Good. to start this off. It just, as I was going in the deal, it is, it does get me down where we're going to have a podcast where we're, we're going to shit on a lot of books tonight. But, you know, that's how things go, Eric. That's how the cookie crumbles. And I know you're still eating it. we're not going to shit for no reason. No, no. We're going to give you reasons about why we don't like something. uh, Now we're going to state our MO. Well, my name's Jim, and I like comics. I love comics, Eric. But I am not going to pretend everything is great, but I'm also not going to piss posh on something because of things not in the comic. There you go. There is my badge of honor, Eric. What are we starting with? We're starting with The Flash, number 761, written by Joshua Williamson, with art by Howard Porter, Hi-Fi, and Steve Wands. The Legion of Zoom has grown to gigantic proportions, but it's all good because we bring in flashes from all over time in the multiverse to take on this threat that is wrapped up in no time when we simply cancel out people's vibrations and send them back where they belong, but also make them forget everything that's happened. Convenient, huh? Except the Bartow, because... Speed Force stuff. Not Barry and Thawne, though, because they have been thrown into the time stream for some reason. With all this Force nonsense thrown at us for this, how is it possible that Joshua Williamson also crams in the idea that every time that something in the last five years, someone t- every time someone has acted weird in the last five years, it's been because of the reverse flash and the negative Speed Force? Yeah, and with this, I think that I'm going to have a bit of a thing going here like you did oh, with you have a the... Thing? Well, yeah, with you did with Superman 25, uh. where you said, I don't know if I should like this. I probably should be wary about it. But for some reason, you ended up saying you, you were digging some of the stuff. I like seeing the Flash family and, and not oh, no, even just great. the Flash family. I love seeing all this. And I do think and I hope that you agree that Howard Porter's Blood art is getting best, better. Right? I think oh. that Howard Porter's art is increasingly getting better from when you didn't like it. And this is a guy who's been around forever, but oh, yeah. he did have to kind of redo some things the way he does. But this looks great. And I think that the big looks panel all right. of all of the flashes going, I, I don't see, you know, some of my favorites here, Eric, as you know, but I think that the wow moments allowed me Look, to Hot kind Pursuit of say. died. Patty Spivet took over. If you're going to be mad, Patty Spivet, Hot Pursuit should still be I'm here. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm sure that if we looked into some but of this crap we being thrown at us. Flashpoint happened then, so who knows how it works with and, all and this I'm stuff. telling you, the way that he's throwing things out willy-nilly, I, I wouldn't think oh, that I out of nowhere, because of all this, he just said. Barry Allen, Hot Pursuit should be here? Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm telling you, if he actually was like, well, they're like, hey, uh, Joshua Williamson, how do you send just- these guys back and they don't remember anything. Eh, you know, vibrations. It does. 
you have this weird hill that you want to die on about the best Flash ever was that one that we barely <laughs> saw in the Road to Flashpoint awesome. hot pursuit with a Speed Force motorcycle. Where's he at? He's dead, Jim. Calm down. See, see that? And, you know, Atomic Batman. I, I love the things. And really, I want to give you full credit. We were talking one day. I never knew about Hot Pursuit. And we were talking and you like, oh, man, you never you never saw Hot Pursuit. He's got a Speed Force motorcycle. I'm like, Hot Tell Pursuit motorcycle? <laughs> uh, that sounds like an action movie come to life. And it just it intrigued me. And then I went. I, I I haven't even I don't even think I've read anything with that pursuit. I've looked at the pictures of them though, yeah. and I sat there. I'm I'll like, say all you're going to do is the road to Flashpoint, and then when Patty Spivet took over during Flashpoint. Seriously though, you have all of the family there. You have all these things. Wouldn't it be cool him popping wheelies right there, <laughs> right next to you know, Look, steadfast? It, 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 it might be better than the Renegade showing up again out of nowhere. Yeah, it's odd, uh, but with that, this is one of those They're things. All dead. We are ending this run. And he is throwing you think everything is out tell there. Them that they they're dead in a little while from wherever they pulled them from the timeline. No, nobody's <laughs> going to tell him that. I mean, you get Commander Cold, who we were upset that he died. We're all upset. He comes in just for one little catchphrase to his alter ego. Hey there, you know, revenge is serve Cold. You know, he has just nonsense. And hey, so Renegades, Paradox is going to kill you when he breaks free. Yeah, really. Just a little heads up. <laughs> and just with that, though, also like steadfast. I mean, if you're going to get upset. If you're going to get upset at the idea that, you know, I don't get my thing, you end up with Fuerza, who was locked back up in the day. Everything she is just thrown out. Well, I'm saying they ended up leaving where they went off and they were going to go. And we didn't know what happened with them. Well, there they are. They're family now. You also get Mino just shows up. I don't trust her. You No, no. That's the negative flash, Jim. That's what she goes by now. But no, this whole I thing. I don't is- trust her. The whole thing is, you you and I, when we've been talking about this whole Legion of Zoom, Mark, I've been mad that we didn't have the Legion of Zoom being comprised of evil speedsters. That makes sense. But now that we're going to bring in the whole Flash family, for some reason, Reverse Flash just brings in as, as many Flash villains as he can, but not speedsters, because they say they have a reason for that here. I still don't so I see love it, it. But we have to send them back, so... We have to go and we have to have Max Mercury be the boringest fucking speedster there is and just meditate for a while to make a connection throughout time and space to bring all these speedsters back. So we have the Jay Garrick Flash from Earth 2, the young Jay Garrick from the Earth 2 series. Haven't seen him in a while. Didn't see anything really him doing anything here except for showing up on a splash page. But we got John Fox from the 27th century, Leah Nelson from the Tangent Flash from Earth 9. We have Walter West. The alternate timeline, Walty, Walter Wally West, who went like you know a little bit darker after Linda Park died. We have uh, Wally West from the Kingdom Come Earth twenty two. Irie West, Jay West, Crackle from the first issue of Vibe, freaking Negative Flash, Excess from the Legion of Superheroes, Fuerza, the Renegades, and Steadfast. Yeah, and you're mad that I didn't get Hot Pursuit. This, this list there <laughs> is crazy. You know, Crackle's there, Jim. Uh, Crackle. Uh, I like Crackle. I like the bite-sized version, the fun size. But when you're going through this... I laughed. And maybe the reason I like it. You're right. Crackles here. There should be hot pursuit. Yes. The reason I like it is because pretty much me and you had that bet at the beginning and all about what we were going to get and what we wouldn't and things like that. And there's two things that you wanted or one thing you wanted, one thing you didn't want. You wanted the 
you know, the the speedsters, the villains. The evil speedsters, the evil yeah. speedsters. Well, they, they throw a half-assed we explanation here, right? got a right? bit. We got freaking a name drop on Rival. That's about it. Last episode, the last issue of this, you ended up saying, oh, here we go. We have Max Mercury. We're going to get the Zen Buddhist of the Speed Force. That, and Immediately. Then we, and then we get it so much. And, and this I think is I'd why like I hate it. Max Mercury. I think I liked it because you hate it. That's why. The Zen master of the Speed Force and immediately goes in like, hey, uh, Max, we don't have time for you to meditate. There is always time when you are a flash. I'm like, oh god damn it! This he is does why it. So I was so happy you were dead and gone for so long. You didn't like when Abercadaver gets smacked in the face. By, you know, the, there's some fun things. The thing in is, a- if you're all in for the like the panel to panel battle, it's cool. It it is cool, but it doesn't do much for the story overall. And the thing is, Howard Porter, his art, I really liked the last issue we talked about. It. This one, I think, is a little down I from like that. It. It's fine. It just I I want there to be more to an ec- like for the story at hand let's explore the ideas that we're throwing out there instead of taking a page space where we just have speedsters taking on different people in the rogues gallery of the flash at this point because it ultimately means nothing especially for at the one point you know what why didn't why didn't Z- like uh, reverse flash why didn't he get speedsters well you know what me being impulse because i'm talking right now I went and I touched my daddy, Don Hall. He and his sister went back in time and they became their normal selves and were not under Thawne's influence anymore. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I never understood why they were to begin with, but they went back. So that's why he didn't want speedsters because the frequencies. Okay, let's change everybody's frequencies and send them back. And also when we send them back in time, um, they're going to forget everything that happened right now. I'm like, It's such a reset button. It is. It's all it is. It's a giant red button. This is reset that Joshua Williams is slamming his palm down. I'm like, please, instead of doing that, talk about it a little bit. Let me understand the ideas, the science behind the but flash. But there's no science. Just there hasn't been. Being magic. Yeah, there hasn't been. And so what he has done in this issue kind of gets me, as I said, but I still realize I'm being duped because what you end up getting is wow moments in place of explanation. Did you realize that Reverse Flash was the Flash's biggest fan? The idea that we have the big showdown between Barry Allen and Thea, like Eobard Thawne here, and we're still going back and talking about the freaking, like the, the MO of Eobard Thawne at this point in the story, I'm like, please don't do this. Do more for the story. Everybody who's been reading knows this. Well, this is the thing, and, and I'll, I'll say it. I said it at the beginning of the deal. Did you know he killed his mom? I did know that but that wasn't it but with this i think that what everybody wants it seems even when i said about podcasts all these things tell them it seems like they want vanilla they want something that's not going to upset them too much you you get past the explanations because people will just move past that if they then see max mercury with bart Oh, you man. end up with I see Ivory. Barry Allen running. Yeah, if you end up talking to somebody right now, and I wish that we could do this, it would be like a crank call. We end up calling a flash somebody who liked this book, maybe one of the reviewers. Hey, tell me maybe what the yellow pages. Tell me what maybe we should do this. Tell me what you <laughs> liked about. Fan. Tell me what you liked about this past issue. And I, nobody's going to say, "Well, I love the explanations of how the villains would get sent back." No, it's going to be like, "I like seeing Irie." I like seeing Fuerza. I like seeing the idea that Wally West All wasn't really flashes. bad. That was a kid flashback. Loved it. Yeah, that's what they said. And I did. 
And and this is where I think Joshua Williamson has tried to play this game for over a hundred. It'll be a hundred one issues when we get done here in a little bit. Where he ends up with little explanations. He usually starts out a you know an arc pretty good. Sometimes goes against his own rules, then goes. But it's always wow moments, and he always goes back to the fan service bit. He always has that you know. There's Barry thinking about his mom. There's this, and he does it again here, and it just it seems to win people over this this issue got rave reviews not only that though where you want to have the fan service to keep everybody happy but everything that everybody's given joshua williamson crap over over his 101 issue run we throw in the idea now that reverse flash and the negative force have the power to influence people when he whispers in your he's ear. added another like, ability like the idea of like why didn't barry remember jay garrick why was he stuck in the speed force why didn't B- barry get batman and like and more people to help with the button why did impulse run away from the flash family why was barry all mopey and a jerk all the time all these different things and even kid flash staying with damian wayne and the teen titans when damian was acting insane wally west and barry fighting these were all and even wally west covering the murders of all the people in Heroes in Crisis. This was all because Reverse Flash has this power that nobody realized now to whisper in your ear and influence you into dark ways. He's now the whisper. He is. He's the hero whisper. He's the whisper. Flash whisper. He is. And so you have that. And I was surprised that a lot of people didn't jump on the idea where the, the worst part it's of silly. Heroes in Crisis, though, the worst part is not the accident that happened with Wally. The thing that ended up being the worst that Tom King, and don't tell me they had this planned out. Tom King had Wally then cover it up and then frame Booster Gold, Harley, all of that to be really awful. And this is supposed to explain it, which it, it does. It it does in this universe deal, but you're just throwing it out there. Just, I'm telling you, it really feels like Eobard Thong got freaking Dr. Manhattan's powers instead of Wally at this point because of her ho- how OP the negative speed force is. Because every time we see this character, you just stack more powers on that you never knew about before. Like, oh yeah, he can go back in time and like alter things where you can't because it'll screw up everything. But he can do that. He can die. He can come back. He can influence people's thoughts. He can do all, he can change his frequency and go inside and take over your body now. Cause you know, negative speed force. Negative speed force. Remember, it just doesn't happen in this book. He, he was the one who brought Thomas Wayne from the Flashpoint universe into the Batman book. And God, that wasn't explained. Damn it. It, when that happened, he just said, I grabbed you because I wanted you to be mad that, you know, what was going you. on. You I was killed pissed. me. So here you are. You're here and now. And you got little explanation there as well. So pretty much you end up making reverse Flash a god. He is a god amongst gods. And he and is he, going he at it. He was already so tiny. He, was in, he is one of the most powerful villains in the DC universe right now, as was when Jeff Johns did the whole Flash rebirth and brought him back with Barry. You made him this really OP character then to add on and on. You're just making him a caricature of what he was because of how overpowered he is to the point where he could just pretty much, he is a kid playing with another friend like superheroes. Like I have the power to fly. Well, I have the power of gravity. Well, I also have the power to defy your gravity and do this. So I like, it's one of those things where it's like, and it's always it, this. It's every like time wishing for a hundred more wishes. It oh is what God. it is. And the problem I have with this is in, in my mind, and I don't know Joshua Williamson, he hates our guts. So with this, I Makes don't sense. think that he, in my mind, when he writes this, he doesn't think, okay, what are reverse flashes powers? And then I'll write a story around that. I think he writes the story with nonsense, and then he has to give Reverse Flash powers to fit the story. He's fitting Reverse Flash, so he wants to get people from the multiverse 
Reverse Flash can do that. He wants to end up whispering and ch- he can do that. He want everything as he can do it. And so when we get upset about all this, we get little explanation. And the explanation that he does give just gets you angrier. I know. And <laughs> so with that, too, you end up with a lot of things left on the table. The Forever Force. I, I think that just got thrown away. And when Killing we- the Black Flash. There are so many things going on in this book that have been left behind that I would like to pick up and figure out what's going on, except for giving Reverse Flash another power here. Yeah. And so when you get to this, he does clutter the things around it, though, with fans service we've we've been saying this for years fan service wow moments and you get that here you get that in spades here and it did get me now i'm talking with you i'm getting angry but i I ended up like (laughs) i'm sorry i I love Irie, and i love it hey you stole my costume it was mine first and i'm like okay that's fun and And i'm i'm telling you great moment for the ivory because she became impulse at the end of flash rebirth back in like 2008 or 9 whenever that came out i can't remember now but the idea that we have two impulse costumes right now hey you stole my costume i wore straight back and forth and here i am being the old ass stupid curmudgeon i am like why the fuck are you impulse to begin with right now bart <laughs> allen you should have been kid flash Damn right. talk to me about that but i was having fun with these fun <laughs> moments and i'm it telling you fun. i didn't mind the whole idea of Wally being the one, the cover-up. I think that where Joshua Williamson went too far is the other ones. If you just had it where, oh, how's your lightning rod, jerk? And like, what are you talking about? He's in it. Yeah, it was me. That's all I needed. That is, that's a villain where he well, reveals to Barry these, that he's screwing with Wally. When you have these whispers influencing people, the first one just completely threw me off because not only do I hate the idea of this, but when you start off with the things like he he's in the speed force where Jay Garrick is stuck. He whispers in Jay's ear, they'll forget you. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't that do doesn't anything. That doesn't make like, the others forget. It, you, it's, you, if you went to Barry and said, forget Jay Garrick, maybe. But like the, him telling this to Jay doesn't do anything for anybody. I, I ended up because you're there at that point. And then you go to the button next. And, and Barry, jeez, he's got a package in that panel. Holy moly. But they're there. I you, love you think about different things. When I, love these the, books. I love them <laughs> thinking, looking at the button there. But that was a the story button. in the button when mm. they forgot. <laughs> When they ended up not knowing Jay's name and that didn't allow him to come out. But yeah, if I would have seen that when you ended up having Jay's yelling, say my name, Barry, and you just have reverse flash there, la, 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 so nobody could hear it, then I'm good. But yeah, just saying, Jay, they'll forget you. That, no, that doesn't stop people from forgetting you. You're making somebody a sad sack, but we haven't seen Jay, so who knows? But with that, all oh, I he's don't. He's got fuzzy memories. Yeah, he does. He does have fuzzy memories. Ma- imagine if when he said, you know, Thorn's got, your memories are you fuzzy. Are, your memories are fuzzy. And, and then, you know, Wally, there's another kid, Flash, and with your <gasps> name. You end up with Wally, though. I don't mind that. I wish it was just that. I wish it was just, hey, you always think I'm messing with your mom. This is what I did. You need an explanation for why Wally West did what he did. Because it's so out of character because Tom King doesn't know what fucking DC characters are. But it was just so out of nowhere. But you do need an explanation to redeem the character more than him going through the dark multiverse doing bullshit and sitting on Mobius chairs. You need more than that. But this isn't it to me. Yeah, it was good enough for me. new power. You know, you should cover up those murders, you psychopath. Cover them up. And it's like the suggestion should still be kind of overwritten Sh- by shattering teeth down Citizen Steel's Citizen throat. Citizen Steel loves teeth in his throat that was never explained and didn't make any sense. So we end up with all this going on. Like you said, you have to hit the reset button. The reset Wally, button. Also, go and get a rose from the Gotham Harbor and then go and turn it into a 
poison ivy with powers you don't please, have. Please, please, try. you know, do something that makes sense here. The reverse flash. No, do it. So you end up all this going Run with the idea. Run into a computer and undelete deleted files. Now, you, now you're do just that. doing nonsense. Do it. do it. You can do it now. Look at me. I'm whispering. You end up with all Negative that. Even, even setting up the beginning of this book where Stupid. I saw people with reviews like, man, he knew all along it was going to tie things in. I'm like, I, I People no, stupid. Shut up. Stupid? Do, do you think that this is just, I mean, really, you, you can write whatever you want when you've written all the, but yeah, the idea, I, I killed the Godspeed's brother, August's brother, and then d- did a little swirly thing. At least that does tie into what happened before with the, the black, like the freaking, uh, I can't even think what Speed it's called. Speed Force Storm. No, but like the, the, who, the black hole. hole, black hole. Thank you. The black hole symbol being over where his brother was found at. At least that ties into something and brings it all full circle to a degree. So you have that. And it's basically just a, and it's funny because you end up having Joshua Williamson rely on Eobard for a lot of this run. He's always, always, always mentioning the mother. He, he, he needs the chronal energy from her dead body, right? Something? He's there. And so with this mother. though, with this, it's, as if he wants to pretend that, hey, no, no, I wasn't just about that. I had all these other things going, and it starts to get almost like it, again. It even feels a little like the end of City of Bane in Tom King deal of. Bane was behind it all. Remember that that happened, even though it had nothing to do with Bane then, but we're going to pretend it was then. It just seems like you know he's trying to wrap things up, but he's doing it with a lot of things just thrown at you but i do Look, like we're, we're the- not even done with everything that's just forced into this whole thing because we still have to send back all the villains who for some reason i really thought that they were just brought around from the current timeline now they're, they're like everybody else in the legion zoom they've been brought back from different points in time different look they do this thing they talk about for some reason that these people's frequencies are going differently than they are now and that's not a thing, Jim. That doesn't make sense because talking about if it was like a different frequency from a different timeline, like a pre like pre flashpoint stuff, or from a different multiverse, from a different universe in the multiverse, those are different frequencies. Me going to the future or the past doesn't give me a different frequency because I'm still on the same plane of existence that I've always have been. So then talking about changing the frequencies. Oh, like to where they are now, like we have to take them back to where they were. And also it erases their memories. We do all this stuff. We change everybody's frequencies. Crack a comb. Everybody gets sent back and everybody. Oh, Iris West is worried about Bart being sent back to his own time because he's a time traveler. It doesn't make sense for him not to go back, but he stays around. Oh my God, Bart, you made it through. Yeah, the speed force must want me here. All right. Where's Barry and Thawne? Well, that's the thing. They were like, they were in the time stream when freaking like the universe was being remade in the timeline after Flashpoint. So they got sucked back in the speed force and now they're chasing each other. And I'm like, I don't understand because that's the thing is Barry is from this timeline. But Thawne, you could say he's not. He is. But they, it doesn't but matter they even play point. off the deal because we've said all along he's outside of the timeline. He is his own deal. They even say it here, but there they are running after each other. And you have a weird Barry. I'm going to kill you. He's going off. And it's the last time they're going to race because all like, of and this. And all our story for some reason has talked to us at the Flash Museum from the Flash of DC 1 million and his new Kid Flash sidekick talking about this is the day that like the story I want 
want to tell you, Kid Flash, is the day that changed the Flash family forever. And like, oh, what happened next? The Flash, the Flash family won that fight, but the war wasn't over. You see, the Flash's plan worked. They sent everyone back to where they should be. Thawne wasn't from that time, but he was inside the time stream when the changes started. But so was Barry Allen. And because of that, that was the last time Barry Allen Eobard Thawne ever raced. I'm like... I don't know what that means. I don't think it's true, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, we end well, the up- records get shoddy after that a million yes, years. Yes, the they do. They always do. But yeah, we're heading to the end then, and we'll see how it does oh, end. But, whatever it is, but, it's like the yeah. 153rd century. What did you give this? I would end up giving this a 5.5 out of 10 because there are a lot of great wow moments. There are moments in this book that I think are fun and stuff you want to see with the Flash and the Flash family, and even just a shit ton of villains that you want to see go up against them. These are fun aspects, but the story overall, I'm sitting here, I'm like, you just said things and got rid of them. That's all you did. You didn't explain anything. You threw it out there. And half the time, when you even went against what you wanted to do, you just said, oh, yeah, that worked because, because, and then moved on. Like, Bart Allen, they're like, that's a big deal. If he would have gone away or something, you're even given some more explanation because even when Bendis wrote for him in Young Justice about where he's been or how he's here now from his other timeline – it didn't make any sense. I need something to start making sense in DC Comics between the books or just for the characters as you know them. I, I, I don't know. It's just – it's not a great issue. There are a lot of fun moments though, but for the story-wise, it's not very good and the art's just okay in my mind. I was going to give it a seven. I, I was in with the wild moments. I was having fun and then you reminded me about the time travel and the frequencies and yeah, he screwed it up and that's a big part of it. Yeah, and he's even had it in this run. Like he, the, stu- the stuff with the whole thing in the last issue, like we didn't get weird about it when Bart touched his father because it seemed more like a, a weird hyper time universe that shouldn't have existed anymore that Thawne like raised these kids more than just I like you more than your dad does be evil now his weird new shit like I don't even understand like if that was the plan when he first brought the tornado twins because it was out of nowhere and then like they sent back like well that kind of makes sense because these characters weren't like this normally so these weren't supposed to be here anyway now to say yeah all their frequency are fucked we got to send them back I'm like I I don't know yeah and with that again when you say you know, changing the frequencies and stuff like that, that is other timelines. That's multiversal, That's multiversal stuff. stuff. And, and yeah. that has been spelled out so many times, even in this book. And so, yeah, that that's not how things work. And you're like using Flash it to fudge it. Flash has to alter it. his frequency when he goes to the multiverse. He needs the cosmic treadmill to go back in time because he's not able to go back in time safely. Yeah, and we've had that. And we really had it in the Joshua Williamson written button issues where that was explained a lot. And even in the whole deal with the Flash War, these things have been explained by Joshua Williamson. And then he just changes it just to give a half explanation. So I, I'm down to a six. I was going to give it a seven. I'm down with a six with you reminding me why I should be miserable. Eric, thank you. You always do it. I, I, I guess I don't want to be that guy. I'm you sorry. always come through, but we're going to move hey, to the next book. the Flash family and villains fun, though? I did. I like seeing them. I want a hot pursuit. Wonder Woman 55. Five. Wonder Woman number 762 is next. Written by Mariko Tamaki, art by Carlo Barbary, Matt Santarelli, Alejandro Sanchez, and Pat Brousseau. Mariko Tamaki stalls out her Wonder Woman story here and even takes a step back and makes everything feel smaller. Four and out of ten. Instead of stopping a nuke, we go back to stopping randos doing bad things at a Shoney's. And while it gave me a chuckle a seeing dentist. Maxwell Lord making a guy think he's a dog, that isn't exactly 
exactly giving us the best Maxwell Lord we can get there. Carlo Barbary does a good job on art. He doesn't a good enough job, but I'm still wondering what the hell happened with Michael Janine. Where where'd he go? And this whole issue seems stuck on repeat to get to an unsurprising cliffhanger that is just a different version of last issue's cliffhanger. And it Jim, just it throws me did off. Did you know that Wonder Woman came from a paradise island before going to man's world? What'd you say? Are you, you, you serious? Oh my about God. Woman. <laughs> I can dig it. You better shout out dig it. Uh, I just love the thing. And, and what happens with the idea of doing Wonder Woman? A world of lies uh, yeah, in and the this ma- is man's the thing. world. Everybody who seems to jump on the book of Wonder Woman here tends to go with just the one dimensional. They've we only have been to told go one with thing. The truth and lies and Amazon background, the end. That's all she is. And that's all we're going to do it's on starting repeat to get, nonstop. It's starting to get me annoyed. Why can't we have, like, we had Greg Rucka where we didn't enjoy it as much as we probably should no, have. I'm telling you, we got into it towards the end, or at least I did. You liked it more at the beginning. Well, it was, I liked it was the year one. That you, you and I enjoyed the deal. We, we liked the, the individual is, And deal. then I crossed back over and thought, the year one stuff got and i think really i good. crossed over too yeah. i think we kind of flip-flop with the things but that was you know and, and ferdinand you know we were getting some wow characters for longtime for fans Rucka. and rucka yeah. fans that we weren't really that familiar with or cared about so but thinking back it was a well-rounded book and since then you are the just is, you know, getting you know why people. i like that book the most just because of how ballsy it is all right greg ruck is coming back and telling you what you've read for the last five years it is bullshit. Shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and well, you I like that it's a lot of work, so I'm ending my run early. Suck it, bitches. Ruck it out. I didn't realize when they said two issues a month, <laughs> that meant two issues a month. I mean, really, I have one big issue. Bi-weekly? That's too you much. I thought this was different yes, things. Yes, yes. I thought it was bi-monthly. But yeah, so when you get these writers on it, Steve Orlando, it's the compassion, you know, and, and also and the, the golden queen. And the golden perfect. But with yeah. this, this is Mariko Tamaki coming on and and – this gets to me almost well, kinda, like we had with G. Willow Wilson, where you you have to understand things. too. When you get new writers on, they want to do their checklist of Wonder Woman. I want to be able to write the idea of like her doing this because I've never done it before. It's but everybody doing it in the roundabout way that. We have so many different writers coming through that that's all you get over and over because for some reason, everybody wants to write that idea of Wonder Woman. So everybody knows what's going on. I'm like, we kind of know already. Come on. Let's let's get to the story. Let's get to it. And Mariko Tamaki's going with the truth and not and I, I hate to say the truth because, again, that kind of seems like it's going Look, against Rucka's lies, but she goes Mariko's, with just the no, truth. No, Mariko's going with the truth aspect of Wonder Woman so hard that she calls her first villain liar, liar. Get the fuck out of here. You are just so on the nose. Okay, so with that, and I, I warned you when this was announced, Mariko Tamaki, the last book I read from her was The X-23 at Marvel, and I said, exactly, the, the whole thing is we didn't get anything new in that book, and then it shredded water forever until it was canceled. I'm starting to worry because we're getting that, and also... Just the idea of the truth, right? Liar, liar is the villain. The only new character introduced is the villain, liar, liar. But also, you get wonkiness with the lasso from her. So that throws me off with the whole deal because she has lassoed up. Maxwell Lord said, are you a villain? No, no. 
I don't believe you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Now you start off with this and it's like, you know, the Amazons, they like to lie their asses off. They they ended up going to war. They lie and do this. But, you know, that's part of the truth as well. The battlefield. They just see their enemies. I don't even know why you even put that at the beginning. It just seems something just thrown in there. The art looks great for that. For a warrior, it is survival. A means to an end. But fucking here at Man's World, everybody's just a piece of shit yeah, liar. <laughs> I know that. That's true. So when you end up with this, though, we ended last issue with a cliffhanger of, look at me, the I'm biggest, liar, liar. The, the no, no. cliffhanger was that. Not only that. But I'll go the, to the, that, too. The biggest cliffhanger ending to an issue leading into the next one. Like, I couldn't wait to see what the hell was happening because you – for what Wonder Woman was put up against – it was a Justice League she situation. She ended up having to take down a nuke. A nuclear missile was Destroy- heading to Washington, D.C., and she had to take it down. We have to take down a nuke. We have to take down a freaking server of an app that's taking over people's minds and making them violent. And we have a villain who's behind this whole thing who's Maxwell Lord's daughter. We have a lot of freaking things to cover right now that are really interesting. So at the end of last issue, you have Wonder Woman going off with Maxwell Lord to stop a nuclear missile. While then you see Emma is liar liar she's sitting there at the panel there looking at all the mayhem and saying controlling people's minds i hope that you like that daddy and we're like oh my god it ended with a nuke and emma liar liar is maxwell lord's daughter i can't wait for next issue to see what happens we don't even see the nuke that happens off panel that's taken care of the balls to say that the app and the nuke were taken care of like last they even say see last issue at one point i'm like that didn't happen last year that happened in between issues you actually did the most interesting things that you have mentioned in this book in between issues off panel just to have wonder woman show up for this issue to say well, there's still some people getting controlled and doing nasty stuff. I better stop them. And that's what you get. So here's the thing. We we already have established Fuck off. liar, liar is, is bad. We, we've established that people say? getting mind controlled are doing bad things. What's worse than a former general with launch codes going off and launching a nuke to the Capitol that you are going to kill tons of people? Oh my God. You are going to kill so many people and yet – you dial it back so Wonder Woman can stop a guy from a fire, uh, stop a kid that did something in the subway, and then a prolonged s- scene with some guy who didn't like his ham moon over my hammy. What are you doing? This is so ridiculous, and it is just filler. We have seen but the all thing these is- things. We have Wonder Woman going through and saving people for like a guy who's been mind controlled at a, like a building fire kind of thing. A guy at a freaking Denny's taking up with a gun about to kill people thinking he's somewhere else being attacked. We have these weird, strange things going on that Wonder Woman has to go and stop. But we took, they told us, we took down the server. How is like Emma going, liar, liar, going and controlling these people unless she is just going around individually having this Uber driver take her to this weird, like, did she go to that dude's apartment, knock on the door and say, uh, you're going to stand here and think you are in Barbados? Or they really already have been controlled. I don't know. And so Check you this have out. that. This, this is how dumb I am. Or just, I, I don't not, I don't even want to say dumb, but. You can. When we, ha- when we have the guy I'll talking about it. who's standing there in the fire thinking him and his husband are, are, are Barbados. I swear it said Barbados at first. I'm like, oh my God, how is he having a dream of a world with Barbados? Oh, it's Barbados. That D and T really make a difference. So (laughs) I thought it was Barbados. (laughs) It still did. I never, I never turned it around. I'm like, oh my God, this is getting personal here. And so yeah, you end up where I guess 
Mariko Tamaki wanted to show the personal touch of saving people, but saving, uh, oh, uh, the saving, compassion. yeah, it's getting a nuke down. But also, I, I just the most badass thing you could think. I of. just think that you needed to have an issue that you didn't have anything happen because nothing happens in this issue. You end up then with Maxwell Lord, man, Diana, you don't believe me. Well, get this: when the source wall went down, I saw a future that I didn't like. We already had this. We already yeah. had everything in this. So you go. The The one thing is you have Diana save Maxwell. He was going to get shot. She saved him. Okay. That's, that's okay. And then he says that he saved her and she says, no, I saved you. Yeah. Yeah. And is that him trying to do the whammy? But then he ends up turning no, a guy into a dog. we even have a special font for when he is doing the push talk, which I don't like because the whole thing is the nosebleed is always the go-to thing for when he – but when he does it the first time here at the freaking Shoney's or the Denny's or – that's actually – yeah. He doesn't have – he doesn't have – the nosebleed. It's only after he pushes somebody else the second time that the nose starts waiting. I'm like, you're not even doing the art properly for what we're doing right here. And so you end up with, again, the idea of Maxwell Lord. He doesn't want to be tied down to no future that he had, and he doesn't think he's as much of a villain. And it gets confusing. I won't even be a in part this. of a future where I'm controlled, which is ironic because that's all you do, I Maxwell control You control everyone. people for the future and that again, you want. And again, that seems like a neat little deal, but it's not being explored. It's just being said in these you know the source well went down deal and then we just end with liar liar getting a ride from this military guy and basically making them crash hey, slam into that slam car there into with Wonder Wonder Woman Woman. And so, there. so you end up at the end with just emma hey there i'm liar liar good to see you dad this is what we got last How issue it's just an introduction now. of Etta Candy yeah, and a bunch there. of military dudes i don't know i don't know uh, you know, as she was, she the living app. I mean, this was a technological app that wasn't was devised that by in, uh, Maxwell Lord. So wasn't that genie? Yeah, really. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we don't need that. But yeah, so by the end of this, we reiterate that people get controlled, but less than what we already saw. We end up getting a reiteration that Maxwell Lord he don't want to be controlled. Yeah, he shows his he shows his mind control woman. powers, but really the the big wow moment for Maxwell Lord is to make. Somebody think he's a dog? Everything is smaller. You can't do that, Maxwell. Okay, I'll turn him back. Okay. I'm also going to give him some deep seated trauma. Yeah, like uh, you're I'm, I'm not going to talk I to you about that. that. What, I think on. that what it needs, to, like she thinks that you have to just be reminded he's a dick. I guess, but yeah. At the hey, daddy, it's me, liar, liar. I'm like, well, the worst uh, part is when we have this whole idea where he's talking about his motivations for working with Wonder Woman because of what he saw once the source wall fell. We have like a page and a half. Of this background of what he saw, like the way his yeah, I don't end would come from. Like, I don't understand what they're trying to show me. Either. No, I don't either. The artwork's bad. Not bad here. It's not Mitch Gerard's, obviously. But uh, wait, not, is that who? Uh, no, Mi- uh, Michael, Michael Janine. Yeah, I'm Michael sorry. Janine. Michael Janine. It's not Michael Janine, but it's not bad. It's not but bad. It's not bad. I don't know what they're trying to tell me in this flashback where there's no dialogue to give me any context of what it is. It's just something he saw. He's not a fan and of. And with it, because you're repeating and all that, and I, I can't get past the fact that Diana was taking down a nuke, but that's off panel. That is your big cliffhanger deal. And uh, hey, good thing you could take down a nuke. (laughs) Dennis says that. And then you just give us a boring issue. 
and things are going on. It's weird to say it's a boring issue when you got well, Ruby tooting at the Bennies and shut stuff. Down. The nuke is shut down. I'm like, we did, we did a lot of stuff in between issues that would have yeah, been really yeah. cool to see. That seems like what we want to get. We're we're getting that's the fireworks factory. Now we're going up. <laughs> we're going back to school. I mean, it's even the worst deal. So with that, I gave it a five. I, I couldn't go any higher than it. I was so angry <laughs> at the end. I was just like, I'm giving you a special five here because How you did, did you nothing. And on such a high to make one of the boringest goddamn issues of Wonder Woman you could going back into it. I just don't understand. Oh, that aspect alone just ruined the book for me. Like you took the coolest stuff and did it off I told panel, you right away. I, I was sending it. you messages. I'm like, wait, do you see this progression? I couldn't believe it. I'm telling you, I thought you were exaggerating. Yeah, you always like I always do. did. Exactly. Because I'm like, they couldn't possibly do what you're saying they did because it makes absolutely no sense. So I'm telling you, the artwork's fine here. I I'm still cut. I don't know. I need to know what's going on. The liar, liar, and how freaking Maxwell yeah, looks. No, it I, may I, end up tying in with the idea that if we find out how she is controlling them now with the app down and all, that would make. But it still doesn't make this issue anything no, better. It's boring as hell, and because of that, I'm going to give it a four out of ten for getting rid of all the best aspects that you could have put in. And and of course, this is a new run and things, and people have been down on the Wonder Woman book, so a lot of people are loving this. But I can't see how you can read this and just say I, I've already gotten all these things. Right. I didn't need that nuke anyway, Mariko. You're right. That nuke. And then, oh, you know what? I I realize now that I didn't know that people were being controlled. I I didn't know this. I mean, you have already controlled Wonder Woman. This whole thing should have been Wonder Woman, Dr. Strangelove, Slim Pickens, this shit down. That's what I thought. She's going. But just the idea that you have shown the most powerful, you know, character, one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful character in the DCU being controlled. Wonder Woman was controlled by this. You don't have to go any further. A nuke. You don't have to to go any further and we have to step back and oh god there's a kid in the subway <laughs> really, like, there's a guy in a building doing. fire we better help yeah, we, him we better do that and like i said i think it's supposed to show the personal touch but please it's the bad touch eric it's I've the bad it. touch it is yeah. the touch too much it is the touch too much we're gonna go to the next book which something that i've been waiting so long for eric so long I kind of wish it was a little better, but Nightwing number 74, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Ryan Benjamin, Richard Friend, Rain Barreto, and M-World Design. Nightwing fans finally get what they've been waiting for two years for. No more Rick, no more Grayson, no more Dickie Boy. Dick Grayson is back, and while Dan Jurgens rushes to end his Joker War story, he does try to make the timeline work, though it's wonky and... We, we get Nightwing back. That's all that matters in this issue. I just wish it felt bigger. And boy, I wish it looked better. This is a two years waiting for this. And I don't have anything that I could hang on my wall, Eric, like I do. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I only read That's digital. So I end up just like ripping it out of the tablet or I hang a tablet on the wall. Now, and- do you recall, has Richard Friend been doing this entire arc i don't know it's ryan benjamin doing the art richard oh, friend is the, the inks. yeah inks. they I'm end sorry, up ryan. having it up has, has ryan he benjamin. has done some things but i don't remember because, because boy, this I looks know, bad i remember going into this before where you have not liked the series going into this arc i thought it's been doing the some setup really for the joker where you really liked I, I, i've been all about it and i think the art's been really good except for a few exceptions too like i had a problem with jason todd stuff but it, it actually worked out later on once you read red hood and it tied into this and made it all make sense at the end for some reason though this issue if this is the same artist that's been working on the things that i have enjoyed 
this issue is just wrong. Everything actually, you know what? It has been a mixed bag because I remember now that we were talking last issue, the Joker, the Joker stuff was all terrible, but everything else was fine. Last issue was him as well. It looks, I I just looked it up. Yeah. And, and with that though, uh, if you remember last issue and I will say I was coming around to the whole story of the Joker War when you ended up having, you know, the Robins showing up, uh, you know, Tim Drake and Jason right Todd. Up, yeah. So at the end, I actually was like, OK, you know, I can get into this, the whole plan of getting a uh, bad one. But if you remember, I kept saying that I didn't like how Dick Grayson looked throughout the last issue as yeah. well. This issue, though, it takes a step back with everyone, it seems. And it just... It's so odd. And what I ended up realizing was I think I was enjoying the story a little bit more than I thought with the whole Joker war. At least I want to see a progression and see things end in a good way of the setup. I thought it was a good setup. The whole let's get three, you know, bat family members down with one stone. We're going to have them go to this Alfred. Pennyworth Memorial Children's Hospital. There's a bomb underneath. They're all going to kill each other. It'll be great. And when you get to it, it, it's another one of these forced endings where you end up having characters, you know, Tim Drake just goes off. I got to see what wire to cut. And he's off panel for a lot of the times. And then it just devolves into a fight between Jason Todd and Dick Grayson. Are you sure that's Tim Drake? No, that's the problem. This is one of my biggest problems with the art is it's Tim Drake but it looks like Damian Wayne. I don't think is, that Brian Benjamin is certain got- aspects. It does look like Damian Wayne, but if you're reading the issue, like, no, it doesn't. Obviously it's Tim Drake in his costume, but look, if you don't, if you don't agree that at certain points, it looks like Damian Wayne because certain panels, it does. He at least went and de-aged Tim Drake by five I mean, years to put moly. him in this book. And, and just the thing, yes. He's a small child, We Jim. understand that it is the Tim Drake costume. That's not what yes. we're saying. But right away, I'm reading this. And okay, everything's Little good. pumpkin-headed boy. Dickie boy punches Tim Drake in the face, gets him in a headlock. I'm like, that. that's Damien. That, that is <laughs> Damien nonstop, even with the, the mask, how it's sitting and all that just looks crazy. And you have that going on. And, and throughout, it, it looks like Damien to me but just some of the art there are panels in this that just look horrible i mean they look like melding wax figures in this there's you know things that are big panels too this is dick grayson back and you end up with his whole i remember everything i'm like what the hell is that i can't hang that on the wall and so with that though <laughs> you, you, you end up having the the Joker war part though, and with pretty much the Joker like, ha ha, this sucks. I'm out, and, and not really caring going well, there, off. There is a great aspect to this one part of thing. Like, I'm not a fan of this issue because I've done it. I'm so disappointed because I have been a fan leading up to this. Where Batgirl does show back up, is she realizing that the Joker has the crystal that's been controlling Dick. She's going to stop this whole thing. But first, she has to get through Dickie Boy to do it. So we have Dickie Boy taking on Red Hood and Batgirl and kicking their asses, essentially. And we, while Tim Drake's going to try to defuse a bomb, which pisses me off, too, because he doesn't know which wire to cut later on. He says, it was the purple wire. It's the Joker. If you look at that bomb, there's not a fucking single purple wire on that goddamn thing. And, but- and it was Punchline who set the bomb. That kind of got on me. And also the idea, though, with Tim Drake, He's smarter than just coming yeah, out. Yeah. Hey, everybody, it was the purple wire. Oh, but, my. 
The aspect that I do love is the whole thing when, you know, Dickie Boy has gotten over on Batgirl and Red Hood. He has the gun right there. They're trying to talk. You would not do this. And he is just ready to shoot them in the face. And the look on Joker's face, just thinking of him like this ultimate plan of the Joker where he would get the first Robin to fucking pull a gun and shoot Batgirl and the second Robin in the face. I'm like, this is the ultimate win for Joker. If, you know, we'd be able to do it. Just. This aspect of the story seems like the ultimate plan for the Joker to do here. And I really liked it, even though the crystal and this, I'm going to destroy this and you're going to get your memories back. And, you know, here's you again. And I am Dick Grace. And like, it was very forced to get us where we need to go. But for that split few pages we had there. And then B even gets gets between them and says, hey, you know, you're not like this. You're not a killer. Here's the crystal, all that. And he is struggling. He's struggling against it. And yeah, the Joker there with the whole, and this is what he seems to do in these whole deal. He's always in the peanut gallery watching. Ah, He's yelling and screaming. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, we're out of here. Let's go punchline. Let's go cause problems downtown. And so with that, though, you do get Nightwing back. Where you even have the droppeth the curtain there where the choker, I like that he picks up a jacket. He's like, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm going to the coat room and getting out. This ain't fun no more. But then you end up with the crystal smashed. All right, here's your memories back. And it is, you know, Dick Grayson remembering all the things that are true. He's going to remember. And with that, you end up with two big panels. It's one page of the memories coming back. The first one, okay, it's a little off. You get to see the classic V-neck deal. But the second one, people just look so off. I mean, you have his father, number one. I'm telling you, Eric, his father ends up looking like Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at. It, I'm like, that's. Does West that, Borland look like a melting wax figure? West Borland is the that crazy guitarist with the black oh, eyes. He looks I, exactly I like that. Yes, I think he looks like a melting wax well, figure. It gets worse later because then you also have Donna Troy. I don't know who who called up Michael Jackson to put on her outfit and, and everything going. Then I can see again. That. <laughs> also looks exactly like. Damian Wayne there. And, and then even with the idea that Alfred's there, who is that Alfred sitting there? He, he looks like a, a young, well, sexy Alfred. Well, that could Alfred. be Damian Wayne right there. Yeah, it might be. Actually, it probably is. But if that's yeah. the case, go back and look at other panels that end up looking like oh, him as well. And then you have Gordon, who looks like, I don't know, he, he looks like he's like a lion or something. He's the cowardly oh, look at lion. giant comb over Alfred there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't understand that Alfred's like a sexy Alfred or something. And then you go on there where you have B talking, you have liver lips, Dick Grace, and I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> he's done with the sideburns. I, I, I think that might be Bruce. I, or, I don't know. I, I, I maybe. just don't know who that I, is. Actually, it, could, it probably is it could Bruce. Be I don't know. I thought it was Dick because it's so off liver lips there. And so every character that shows up looks different each time. And then just continue on where you do end up having Dick coming out of the shadows. To And I'm like, I don't recognize you either. Now he looks like he's 70. Then he's got his thing. on. Everybody's weird looking. They have masks on at points. They don't have them later. And then it's all good to go. That's the thing. That has to be freaking Dick's father right there for that one thing. Just looking at the, at the dialogue right now, I'm like, I, it just looks like his outfit, though. <laughs> but you end up with all this going on, and yeah, you have him smash this. I'm never going to be controlled again. B, who's there, like, hey, everybody, Hopefully. this is great. Hey, Rick, no, it's D. 
dick. Ah, she goes running off. Even though Becker's like, we got her back. You know, yeah, he's back. Hey, everybody. She just goes off crying, which I'm afraid is just to get out of the book. <laughs> just to get out. And I'm, I'm, it's, it makes me laugh, too. Because the lonesome wife of B. Bennett. It is Batman who says he's ours again. And the ours is capital and in bold. That means you get out of town, B. He ain't yours no more. Well, Batman swings in and basically everybody's like, Once oh, my God. Once the work God. is over. Yeah, really. And then even Tony, the whole idea when he talks about how he like, you know, looked in on Dick Grayson and he was Rick Grayson and whatever to make sure he's OK. I essentially think he was doing the same thing here because once the Joker is gone, all the bad guys are gone. Rick has has his memories back. He's Dick Grayson again. Batman's like, hey, everybody, what's going on? <laughs> That's what I'm we end up where, hey, almost like, hey, there were only two, you know, feet prints there. Only one set there in the Bloodhaven. No, I was carrying you, buddy. He He says he was looking in. The fuck was he when the the whole gray sun and stuff? He, when was did he stop looking in? Like Look, he had his own. I know he had drugs. some things going on. That's what he should say. But with that, you end up with all right. The Bat family's back together. We're gonna get the Joker. You have a big moment where it's the Bat family together all hugging, ready to go kick ass. And it is one of the worst drawn panels I have ever seen. Look at Dick Grayson in that. You're not putting I, it on the wall, Oh, man. my Calm God. Down. Look at Batman. Batman, they all look like they're melting. Dick Grayson, I don't know that he can even stand up. That head is so much bigger than the thing. He's going to fall over. And the, where's B? She's crying. Ah, she's going away. But we get Nightwing back. That's all, all I right. really care. Nightwing's back. Yeah, and like you said, yeah, Jason, or not Jason Todd, you end up having Tim Drake come out. It was the purple one. Oh my god! There's not a, there's not a right. purple wire on that yeah, bomb. And, and so he's, I just went back and looked again yeah, to make sure I was run, right. There's not a single he one. He runs out like he's just uh, you know a moron. So you have all this stuff oh, going on. Well, on top of that, with the yard, for some reason, it just I, I went scrolled past the page that was a problem for me going through this. Why is Jason Todd shorter than Barbara Gordon now? I don't know. It, it's all off. It's off. Like he the is deal. the same height as Tim Drake, who looks like he's twelve years old here. Yeah. I, I'm, I just can't stop looking at that Bat Family page there. And that's where Jason Todd is. is so small. But just look at Dick Grayson. No, 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 no. No, no. You think that's a problem. Go back <laughs> uh, another one more page from when they have Tim Drake running out of the hospital. Okay, I see it. I, yeah. <laughs> look how tiny oh Jason Todd is. I think that maybe he thought that was Tim this Drake. This is why he's so angry all the time Holy because he's crap. just a tiny, tiny fellow he's apparently. He's like 5'1". <laughs> you end up then when they're there, just please just look at that Dick Grayson. There, look at his face. I, I don't want to. It's so bad. I want to So, yeah, you end up having some big moments with Nightwing coming back. And, and remember then, Tim Drake comes out. Hey, how do we know it's really Dick Grayson? Uh, That's uh, what Napkin Man said. You can't tell him, like, I'll kill you. <laughs> I will kill you. I want to just get rid of that nonsense. But he remembers that in Batman. It's him. Well, even, well, even that, like, here's Tim Drake. The bomb is taken care of. And, hey, you're back? How do we know it's really you and not some false personality? Well, that's the problem with the napkin, man. He just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But I don't understand what that means. Like, I don't do... Neither do does I little to, Tim. <laughs> but do I... I'm saying, though, but was this a part of that issue when he got shot in the head? I'm not, I remember him talking about Napkin Man, but I don't understand what this means. It's just That's a continuation of that non-joke. He just doesn't. Yeah. Okay, here's I'm going to show you a couple other things. First off, just look when he says, well, 
that's the problem. What are these eyes going? Somebody look forward here. He's all over the place. Oh, he's, been, he's been punching the head a lot of times. Go back to and shot. Go back to page. He's a little go back to page before that, where it shows that oh, Bruce Wayne, I was there all along. I was watching you. What is this Neanderthal looking asshole going on on the side there? I don't even know what that is. And this is nonsense. But we get Nightwing back. So it actually, just looks like like nineties DC comics yeah, background does. characters. It kind of I, does. I actually don't have a problem. With I, I think he's just a Neanderthal there. But you end up having all this going on. B goes off. We'll have to see the next issue or what. If if she's still going to be involved. Where you do have in the solicits, it seems as if you're going to get Dick Grayson leaving Bloodhaven. But of course, not go anywhere else, which I think he should. But he's going to be going back to Gotham. And B is really stressing she does not like Gotham. So I think they're going to have a little falling out there. But overall, oh, B, we, get, we, get, we, hardly knew we get Nightwing back, and it's just kind of a shame. You've been in the books for two yeah, years. Yeah, really. It's just kind of a shame that it, it seems like all of a sudden, yeah, we have but, to have it go Jim, for the Joker what are we going to do with the Nightwing squad? I, I don't know. Sepienza, I think he just flatlined. <laughs> and then the rest, Hutch is like, is, I'm going is Zach back. alive? And I think Zach's dead, too. The and, only one who's alive is Colleen yeah, and well, Hutch. Well, Colleen and Hutch, they got married and had kids. There you go. And they named the Dick Grayson. <laughs> there you go. In the end. Rick. We named our son Cabby. Yeah, I was just going to say, we named Named him Cabby Rick. And yeah, Hachi's going to go back to fighting fires because, you know, there's just random fires and shit going on in Bloodhaven all the time. So, yeah, you got that. And the, oh, the prodigal bar burned down. So, yeah, everything's done. But, yeah, you end up having to have Dick Grayson for the Joker War, it seems, because you want the Bat family back. So you do it. And I'm glad that he's back. Great. I'm looking forward to Dan Jurgens right, and Nightwing, see, everybody. Let's see what Dan Jurgens can do with his own story with Nightwing back. All these things, that's fine. We still have to get through the Joker I War. I know. Well, we'll, we'll deal with that. But I'm saying once we get out of that, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do, what we will get. Uh, but with all of that said, this is a really bad ending to what was a cool setup for this Joker and what War I was deal. really digging. Yeah. And you end up having, you know, one of the things that the timeline that we're like, how could Jason Todd not recognize? We said this last year. How could he not recognize bring it up. the whole deal? And they bring it up. He actually bring it up with, wait a second. Wait. You look it was familiar. You the whole that was time. fine. But then you end up having Batgirl come and kick the Joker to get the crystal. And he just yells, I should have walked you off the roof. I'm like, eh. I should have killed you on the rooftop. I should have shoved that pipe through your heart. I'm like, there is, do not, do not even try. There is no way to tie that Batgirl bullshit into this, especially for how tight this has been leading in from the Nightwing, bringing Batgirl in. Doing all, there is no time for her to forget about the Joker or go on a freaking date with Jason Bard, come home, get freaking assaulted by, you know, the Joker and then spend a few days in the hospital, put a freaking chip back at her back and go back out and fucking do this nonsense. Don't try this. Yeah. And, and here's the deal. I learned this past Patreon spotlight, Eric, that you think that Mount Doom is for geeks. But with that, you don't just walk the in. You, you don't just walk in the Mount Doom. You also just don't try to make any sense of Castellucci's nonsense. That's what I'm going with there. But he tries, and at least I can give him some e for don't. effort there. But look, the thing is, with you, if you don't mention this, you just say to yourself that Dan, like, if I'm Dan Jurgens. Look, I know that's bullshit. My shit's superior. We're going with what I'm writing because there's no way to tie any of that in. Don't mention it. We can just, as a collective of fans, we can just say, look, that doesn't we happen. We just kind of said, well, whatever. 
She's here. She's better and here. And even Let's with it this. seeming like Castellucci is kind of going away, even the last issue of the Joker War Time when she does wake up in the hospital because those high kids took her there, you end up with kind of pushing away from the Joker oh, War and doing kids. your own thing. So why even try to tie it in? Because then I'm thinking, well, why isn't she in the hospital? <laughs> and also she was going with this murder myth. Like it doesn't make Where's sense. Where's Luke at? Yeah, really. But overall, what would you give this? I would end up giving this a 5.5 out of 10, maybe a 6 if I'm you really twist them on. I'm going to 6.5 because is, Nightwing's back. That's it. Night, Nightwing is back. I'm telling you, I'll be really excited about that next issue. This issue, though, it's just here. He's still in the cabbie uniform. He's saying Nightwing is back. It doesn't mean shit to me here because of what we got leading up to. Like I said, there are some excellent few pages with the Joker watching Nightwing about to shoot Barbara Gordon and Jason Todd in the face. It's really cool. I really dig it. I just wish the art was stronger to depict it and that we actually had more time to I, the thing is i always knew that our story was just going to c- come down to the idea of like here's a crystal you dick grace it again smash i knew this was always going to be the case but it just feels like it fell so far apart here especially just to have batman swoop in hey everybody i love my family <laughs> hey there, what's family going on back. it's family time here people just, all right you know what i will go to a six out of ten okay, because six, there, there, there's some good stuff here it's just the art's not good at all and it just it, we're really forced to come to a conclusion here, which is very disappointing for the great buildup that we had in my mind. That is true. I go 6-5, but we got Nightwing back. I've been wanting it for two years, and I'm sure a lot of people have been saying the same thing. A lot of people have bailed on the book, and we'll see. They if, don't even know. Well, we'll see if it can you know, get back and people come back to it, or if people are just going to be like, yeah, I'll wait till a new run starts, possibly. I don't well, know. That's the thing. is, you and I talking to ourselves about what we think is going to happen. Like December, everything freaking shuts down, it seems like, from endless winter into death metal all this other stuff leading towards something if not a reboot a pre-boot something I'm like we don't got that many issues left of this book if that's the case unless we just alright the timeline's open and we're continuing with our legacy well, numbering of yeah. everything and again though here's Nightwing number 950 that's not the, something the, ne- the next section of books we're going to talk about a lot of you know heading to an end forcing an ending and things like that but this did seem like uh, we knew that the crystal would be the deal but it, it didn't seem as big as it should have been this is something two years in the making so it freaking went up hey joker yoink yeah yeah that's what it is out there and it seems again even with a book that's not ending you know it did seem like okay we don't have a lot of time we got to get nightwing back we got to have a couple issues to end this year and then we'll be able to do something with whatever comes up next so we'll see we'll see if that's what we think is going to happen is what's happening because a lot of these books are even if they're not canceled they're pushing things to kind of reset and that's what this is a reset for the nightwing book but we'll get a lot of resets and things in the next section of books which we'll be back with in a minute well he stands into the mirror moosing up his hair blows kisses to himself and he really thinks that tear is tear well that's just every shake looking for a star screen or maybe a hot cap spends all his money buying all that crap All right, and we're here with another section of books, and we're going to finish up with three. And this is, I don't know, the fourth section, (laughs) the the section of uh, we're ending things for most of these. Well, we end up with, actually, now that I say we do end up with three books that have been canceled. I actually didn't even realize that whole deal. 
Yeah, it is the canceled section. Forced conclusions all around. Some people are upset more about some of these books being canceled. I am not. Hawkman and I saw some Batman and the Outsiders fans saying that they were upset. I mean, I said if if three of you would have bought the book that are pitching (laughs) now, maybe we'd have continued. But have you seen anybody yelling about Justice League Odyssey besides us? Most people have forgotten about this book. Yeah, I do, and it's a weird book. It's a book that ends up having like a weird progression with the idea of it coming out of no justice all of that stuff and seemingly being a big book then if you remember it was delayed it didn't even come out with just oh, yeah. league dark not only joshua williamson yeah joshua williamson ended up in step and sedgick's things got tossed aside and then you ended up having joshua williamson off the book and dan adnick coming in and gradually we started to like it more and more at one point we ditched it well, we weren't even the talking guardians about of the it. galaxy of dc comics are like we're all about this yeah, and with the, the ending, Guardians of the and, Galaxy versus Darkseid. Yes, tell me more, right. Dan Abnett. Yes, tell me a lot more. Well, the problem is we're not going to be told a no. lot more because we're going to get a forced ending. It seems, and it's just it's canceled. Is, so you is have it that. forced because we have been waiting our way to this the entire time. It's we, not forced. We know it's, it's been coming, but now that it's we're like you know on the eleventh hour of this series, it's coming at us fast. Well, here's the thing. I'm when we get into it after your blurb, I will give Dan Abnett credit because he does some things that needed to be done. But I won't say force, but you see a clean slate coming. That's what you, you see say. that big red yeah. reset button right there to slam a fist down on. Which we said you're going to have to do. I mean, so many crazy things happening, but we'll get into well, that we after your Asriel, blur. We killed Starfire. We had did some stuff in this book to see him big. Jessica Cruz isn't even a Green Lantern. She's no, an she's Omega, the Omega Mama. Mama. You have that. You have all these things going on. But it's a shame because some of the things that we did like, like a legacy character, Gamma Knife, and things seem like she's they're going to go. She's alive. Yeah. Who knows what's up with Gamma Knife? I don't Know. Justice League Odyssey number 24, written by Dan Abnett with art by Cliff Richards, Rain Barreto, and and World Design. Darkseid has this revision mechanism is going to remake the universe, which he starts and brings back Apocalypse, but hopefully he's bitten off more than he can chew when it comes to his enemies, our heroes, because the Odyssey team does a little revision of their own where they bring back not only Asriel and Starfire to the life by plucking them from the past, but pluck another cyborg and Jessica Cruz with them. That's double the pleasure, double the fun. Yeah! 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 Eric, and and so with this, you end up where I think that he plays it okay here. Because, yeah, we're coming to an end. If he would have just had, hey, I'm Darkseid, and Darkseid is, and I'm going to, oh, no, I'm defeated, it would have felt weak. You would have thought, oh, my God, really? We ended up just... So having him win here... I give I give a plus I give a, a thumbs up for that because you you kind of needed that but it's it's again, a win with a, he with an asterisk it, well he does but he hasn't won completely it's almost as if it's one of those this is deals. just part of the reset button because we get apocalypse back that's it and but he's gonna go it's almost like you know you have Deshaun Jackson he's about to score he's on the five and he spikes the ball you got to get in the end zone there dark side you haven't won completely but it does end up making him on the road to winning has one right now to that, but it gives you a time frame where our, our team can go and stop the big win. And big so, revision. yeah, the big revision. And with that, you start to have, and I said forced and you said, is it, I do think the idea of, Hey, we got the memory crystal here and it has our selves from when we right, first look, came here. The and- thing is, the thing is I, I can, I can understand where you're coming from, but these weird small balls that are time fragments that epoch has been using. We had freaking, you know, a uh, deck star using them as jingle ball cat toys at one point. It was a funny little, 
thing. These have been set up, but the idea that we're going to use these to go to a time before our other versions died, like Starfire, Azrael, before Cyborg became a new god and stuff like that, we're going to go back to this point and we're going to pluck these versions of ourselves out of this timeline. That's not forced. When we have to go and say, and then we're going to like we're going to split these timelines and bring them back and put them together with the current timeline. So when we pluck Stitch our them earlier together. selves, when we, yeah, when we pluck our earlier selves out of the timeline, bring them here, they're going to have all of the memories that we have now. Yes, and that's just so that you can hit the reset, get them back to where they should be, including Starfire being alive. Yeah. But she still remembers what happens because if you don't do that, then people get mad. Like, why did I read this whole deal? Nobody remembers. So with that, nobody else but, is remembering. And, and with all <laughs> really? that, does anybody give a shit about Asriel being here? No, he doesn't. He's like, he oh, I'm like, there's the Asriel. the weak link of all of this. I'm like, here's Asriel. And like, Starfire can be pissed off because, yeah, her sister killed her. Oh, my God, Darkseid turned me into a monster. All of these things. Asriel, yeah, Darkseid turned you into a monster. It's the greatest thing to happen to your character since you were brought back in the New 52. Nobody cares about you. Yeah. And so with this going on, what we said, and we've been saying for a couple episodes of this book and all that going on, we keep saying we thought that they were going to reset the time like two minutes before they entered the ghost. So you do something a little better, but adding those memories, all that right, is the right. reset deal. Now, again, I, I talk about that was the force part. That's the force part of our hero's perspective. The other thing, we have the revision mechanism that Darkseid is using with the help of Hacks, who turned out to be a bad guy last issue. We have Gamma Knife and Dexter saying, you know what, we do kind of like living, and we're going to join Darkseid, so we're going to help you out as well, Darkseid, because you're going to do us a solid once you rewrite the universe. But, okay, first things first, we got to remake Apocalypse. My base, my headquarters, my freaking whole idea of power, this planet, this world, we're going to revision this whole thing, bring that back, and we're going to put it over here in the sphere of the gods. For some reason, they make a point to say we're going to do this, even though it's always been. And this is him pointing at the multiversal map, the Grant Morrison multiverse map. And yeah, he says they even say hacks. Hey, should I put it in the prime universe? No, this time put it out with the. It's always been there. That's where it's always been. And it's a weird way to point that out. Again, I'm telling you, I don't know if they're trying to do because it's located in the sphere of the gods. If you look at Morrison's multiversal map, but we have seen Apocalypse going around and like destroying things like Earth 2 during that series and like, you know, eating worlds and becoming, you know, stronger or whatnot. So maybe it was like a weird idea that he had about what Apocalypse was. But when it was destroyed, it was in the sphere of the gods, just like New Genesis. Anything in the sphere of the gods was destroyed when the source wall broke and then we had all this stuff happen. So we're putting that back there. The forced part is, all right. When this happens, when we remake Apocalypse, Sepulchor, this this whole life vessel that I've created with the ghost sector planets, the thing that has been the driving force this entire book for the majority of the series, well, that's going to dissipate. All those planets that were in the ghost sector, they're going to go back to where they were before Brainiac did all this stuff. I'm like, and that's the fourth section for this. That's just like with Flash and the villains going. Now, you can read it a different way with Darkseid and make it work where she ends up, Hack says, into prime reality. And he says, no, let this chart of the multiverse cosmos be our blueprint. Almost like, no, no, we're going to put it back where it always was there. You could make that work, actually, when I was reading that. But still, I, I think that that it. was just thrown in there so that you're aware that that's where it's been. But it's weird to just throw it. And, and I guess, I don't know. It just seems like Dan Abnett wants to make you aware 
that it's that. But yeah, with the whole idea of the ghost sector, and this is where, again, we thought, okay, we're going to reset these things. And it's just, okay, all the planets, they're going to go back to their normal deal. And if you remember the big thing, the ghost sector was the planets that were you know, bottled, captured by Brainiac, they ended up in this ghost sector. But like the Kaluans as itself to try to fight off in case Darkseid ever tried to regain power again and do all this stuff in case the switch. Which just just ended up giving them the power. But with that, they're all there because of all the stuff from No Justice. This is what was going to be the big thing. And it's been a joke to us the whole time. Oh, here we go back to the ghost sector. And it seemed like what happens in the ghost sector stays in the ghost sector. And now it is. That's what's going to happen. You're just going to reset set things and you have to i get it but you're getting wonky again right. with hey i'm gonna do this we'll get the planets so, back and I, I i've brought up a bit about the heroes force nature that we have to deal with with this issue and the villains force nature that we have to deal with and they're like all these things they're not ideal for what we're dealing with for a book that you and i have both enjoyed but the the icing on the shit cake that really just really <laughs> fucking bothered me more than anything else in this book because they did a really cool thing. We used our little orbs. We brought the heroes back. So now we have two cyborgs, one, but we have Azrael. We have Starfire back. They remember everything. And the way it's presented us is really cool because we think these are the only people that were brought back. Like, wow, that's kind of cool. And then they reveal the younger Jessica Cruz is there before she became the Omega Mama, before this whole quest really started, it seems like. So we have her there. I'm like, that's a great reveal. But there's one problem that Dan Abbott didn't realize when he did it and then had to freaking fudge it in there. It's the ring? The ring. The ring, this entire series, has been almost dead because she wasn't able to recharge it because of the ghost sector. She could not access her her battery. When we have it here, the Jessica Cruz, the present day one, our Omega Mama, is talking to her younger version. Your ring's recharging. Automatic restore. I'm like, when the fuck yeah, is that, that been a that thing? That isn't a thing. And it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Because we're because, out of the ghost sector. That's yeah. something. Yeah. I'm like, no. She even says, that's something. It, Never explains. And, and that's because this Jessica Cruz coming back, unfortunately, would have no power. Had no she, charge? She ended up having no charge. And even if she had that's that little charge, which you should have had that little bit of a charge as they went into that. And then, you know, she had been there and all that stuff going on. But, yeah, you just want Automatic to have her. Restore. You just want to be able to play with the, all the toys in the toy box. And it's forced. This it is. aggravated me yeah. so much because this is just one of those things where it's just. It's like Will or spiking. Have, we, we don't I'm need telling that. you, even if you somehow just want to say, like, you know, now she had access to something, was able to pull, you know, I don't even know how the, they do it anymore. Once, once we got into the New 52, we talked about the, the guardians of the lanterns for that pocket dimension that we yeah. always did and how they were fighting back and we're no longer going to do that. I'm like, you can't just open up that portal, pull out your lantern and freaking recharge like you used to back then. I don't even know how she goes cool about where she has her lantern right could. now. I don't know. Maybe you could something, do something. Just, Automatic restore. Yeah, That's automatic something. restore. Yeah, it, that pretty much takes all the stakes out of anything with the ring. You know, willpower spiking is bad. That Sam Humphreys did. This Green is worse. Now, the idea, oh man, my ring's out of power. Automatic, automatic restore. restore. Boom. Yeah, you had that emergency pro, and so that's not what this is. This is just to get Jessica, early Jessica, to be able to fight along with yeah. them with the Green Lantern deal. So I understand why he did it. It's forced. It's so forced, and that made me, you know, shrug my shoulders really because I do like some of the things that we get, and I, I do like like this this version of Jessica Cruz. Yes, obviously, and even when you say the ring crushed into my hand, put in a little bit of energy there, and the Omega energy brought me back, it allowed me to keep my costume. Yeah, you say whatever you need in order for her to look like Jessica Cruz. Whatever you want to do, that's fine if you want to go that route. 
I like this version. I like her not being a Green Lantern and having Omega Energy powers just because it's something different. Well, it gives her something of Green new. Lanterns. Yeah, it and gives her something different. It's know, good. And now I, I know that we have the younger one here with the automatic restore. That's some, and now that she's here, we're going to kill off this Jessica Cruz or it's going to rewrite They're her They're going to rewrite. They're going to disappear. God, and it, it sucks so good because the Mega Mama was neat and it did a, you know give you a different version of the character and, and almost gets it towards – where she was powering at first we wanted her to be powering and you didn't get that she's just a normal green lantern initially sharing a battery with simon baz which we never saw her, that but it like, gives it something the new idea if you bring the powering aspect back you know the earth the earth three volthoom powering the evil green lantern from apparel if you bring that another one of those rings in recreate it somehow i don't know what you want to do but if you bring that in because of her omega effect powers that she has now is she can conquer this ring and actually control it without it having any problems my you could do so many cool I just things. Like just her make having, her Green Lantern yeah, again. I just like her having something a little bit different than, you know, even when we hadn't, people loved it when Simon Baz gave his guns back and stuff, but that was something different as well. Agreed. That's there's why the too many, back. Yeah, there's too many Green Lanterns to, you need something to differentiate them and, and a reason to and use them later. Lantern. Yeah, so yeah, really with their craziness. Uh, but with that, you end up having a cool deal with Darkseid. He's going to you know redo Apocalypse and from there, he's going to rewrite the whole multiverse into his own image. But I do like, like, Dexter, it doesn't surprise me at all, where he's like, oh, yeah, I kind of really don't want to die. I hope that Gamma Knife, this is, uh, you know, playing it up here and not wanting to do it. But even with that, it's explained where her it's past decent. that we saw in that origin connects, which we thought would anyway, with her balls and things going around and being her former butler deal. And so, yeah, the I like the thing where she died in a previous version back during Emerald Twilight, trying to get Jessica Cruz back to where she needs to be by time jumping and her dying in the process, but Epoch finding her and, you know, bringing her back to life through his time machine mechanism, stuff like that. So she's alive here and actually taking her, her robot and making him into the drones. Like, yes, you yeah, have that tied cool. all this up very well. And to the idea where she has no eye memory of what happened because this isn't exactly her. I'm like, You've done it. You yeah, made because all we that make wondered sense. about that before when they came back and things like that. And so when you're going with this, you know, sans Asriel, you know, and, you know, you're not going to be able to continue if this book didn't get canceled. If this book didn't get canceled. He must still say you that, right? Could, yes. Yeah. Like, that's current. <laughs> you, you <hit laughs> boomer. You end up with all this going on. And it's funny because if this book would continue, say that it didn't get canceled, but you still had this, it did give you a little bit of a deal where... Where maybe you could continue with this new god cyborg on the team because the regular cyborg could go back to Earth and things like that. Not that I like that character or like no. that version, but I do really want to have Jessica, Omega Mama, Orion, Gamma Knife, Black, all of them. I wanted a Guardians. You I wanted the one arc of this with series them. and did interesting things with the characters that nobody else has done. And I'm like, I, I want to see more of this because you feel more important than any other book who are just treading water, just not really doing anything new or different with the characters where there are no stakes. You did something different here. And now you just pulled the freaking curtain around here and said, no, that was all yeah, an illusion. That's just not there anymore. It. And so you have this book. And yeah, this is a huge – I mean, this is a rewriting. It never felt like it was going to affect anything. Any, You know what I mean? You end up like, yeah, they're not going to let this book that nobody's reading affect. But while you're reading it, it's big. And yeah. I enjoyed the characters. Dan Abnett made me care about a book. And this is big. Made me care about a book that was nonsense, that we actually stopped reading. And then people started telling me. You got to check it out. We both 
caught up. And we're like, well, yeah, it's pretty good. Once we found out good. Jessica Cruz could have died, I was like, all right, we're yeah. going to catch so back so up because this is a big deal. Let's and go we and see in. what happens with that. And I just wish, and I guess the timing and, and the money deal and all that, but I just wish it would have been given three issues to have some fun with this team and see what they could have done. Outside of yeah. beyond the known beyond physical this universe. Nonsense. Beyond this nonsense, because then he'd be able to tell his own story. And then I think we really could have had some fun. And yeah, and maybe even Hacks would end up doing a heel heel turn ended up being good oh, but triple whatever. Agent. yeah yeah so with that though you, you you're just gonna end up with this where dan abnett did a great job taking a pile of shit and, and molding it into something and unfortunately just people weren't into it and i think that from the beginning it was cursed it just ended up not oh, it being totally was. a great book and people bailed probably earlier than we did even in the whole thing beyond it being delayed and rewritten because of something changing in this behind the scenes or whatever was going on when you had the big announcement for the big three titles coming out after Metal, Justice League, Justice League Dark, Justice League Odyssey, that is the low man on the totem pole it immediately. Was, it was. It was. And Without the, any problems. The only thing that maybe you could say, oh, man, I thought maybe it would go better than this is we don't have a lot of cosmic books anymore at DC. You end up having the Green Lantern. We barely you know, have a Green Lantern book. Yeah, we have the Grant Morrison deal or the Far Sector Black Label stuff. So we're not getting – you know that, but yet it just didn't hit with people, and it's a shame hit because it got better. It got better. We we really liked it, but this issue it looks very good, forced. you know everything, but it's forced. It is forced to get to where you have to get to because it is ending next issue. But it's not as forced as some others. But still, what did you give it? I would end up giving this a. I'm telling you, and this is just because six point five or six point eight. I'm going to okay, go I'm just going because 6. I do 5. enjoy this series, and I look forward to where it's going. Like we know what's going to happen with it. It's been leading, like the whole idea of Dick Grayson and his member. We knew how it's going to happen. Seeing it though, it was less, and this has been less too because they have to fudge a lot of things. But we are leading towards more than just Dick Grayson fighting the Joker, like you've seen him. We have these BC tier heroes going up against Dark Side beyond the physical. No, no, like there are some huge things going on here, which I still want to see. And not only that, you have freaking two versions of many of them. I want to see more of this. You have up the stakes of what's going on. Yes, in a silly forced way, but you have done it where I still want to continue and see what's happening here. I just wish it would have been executed better to lead to the end of the series. I agree. I'm giving it a 6.5 and I like the art. I like the deal, but yeah, it's forced. And you know, that ring, ring. three years from now, I go down to a 6.5 to think about that ring. Three years from now, people, yeah, did you read that? Just like Odyssey? What, what book said? Oh, it was that book with the, you know, dark side on the team. That's what it's going to end up being when people actually talk about it. And they're not going to go back and read this. This will be forgotten and just wiped away. Six. If I really just oh thought about that God. ring, when you really think of that, just settle down. Settle it's down. Just buddy. Aggravating. Settle down. We're positive here. Positive. All right. But what's next, Eric? Next up, we have Hawkman number twenty-seven, written by Robert Venditti. Diddy with art oh by Fernando Passerin, Eau Claire Albert, Wade Von Grawl, Badger, Jeremy Cox, and Rob Lee. Welcome to the golden age of comics of the JSA, the premier superheroes, and where Hawkman and Hawkwoman have been transported back into their old lives of the 1940s. We get some interesting ideas thrown at us about how Carter Hall reacts as a superhero, knowing that he only has one life to live now. But overall, I had so many questions for this issue about this new status quo for our Hawks and what it means that I was a little disappointed that we spent so much time just focusing on the JSA characters, even though I love that too. I'm a roller coaster ride of emotions on this issue, but let's see what happens. 
Yeah, we have Diddy. Diddy. And it's funny because even while I was getting ready for this, I'm like, boy, we don't have a lot of Diddy books left because this is going down. I'm like, ah, and then I didn't get the soundbite. But this is a JSA roll call. That, that's what this issue is. And it's to the point with, and hey injustice there, society wild roll call. cat. What are you doing? Me? I'm fighting the Huntress. Hey there, the Sandman. I mean, that's what it is. But I like it. I actually like this more than a lot of the other things we've gotten from this book. We talked about this when we saw where Hawkman was going at the end of last issue, where he was just in the brownstone and the JSA was over. Hey, what's going on, Carter? Kind of thing like... People are going to be excited about this, even if this was the shittiest issue ever written, because even when you jump in and have just the JSA fighting the Injustice Society, because this is the first time that you've actually seen the JSA proper doing something beyond the Earth 2 revision stuff, beyond them looking like old farts and death metal, and Jay Garrick having fuzzy memories. This is the first time that you have seen them proper in almost a decade at this point, and that's exciting, especially for JSA fans. But I'm reading a Hawkman book where giant things have just happened. I need to have some explanations. And fighting the Injustice Society at a castle out of nowhere, yes, it looks great. It's fun. But it's not what I'm looking for for like this. Because the thing is, look, people are going to say the definitive origin of Hawkman. Robert Venditti did this. We have done this for 24 issues leading into this whole new thing. Now it's a status quo change after giving us – the definitive origin of who Hawkman is for the freaking 2010s now. Nobody has to worry about the background information, the secret origins, whatever you want. This is what you have. This is what we're dealing with. And you took it all away and we're dealing with something new. I'm like, you can't do all this legwork. Say it didn't happen. Now we're just change it. And now we have a new one. You can't just say, look like this is quantum leap now. Freaking Shiara Hall and Carter Hall, they look in a freaking reflection of themselves. They see their versions they had in the 2020s. I, I say 2010 versions, uh, 2020 versions. The tw- but they, but everybody else sees them as their 1940s counterparts. And I'm like, there's a lot going on here. And especially if you're going to throw quantum wave stuff at me, I need to know what's going on because this is huge. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say huge and then go on. I agree. And the thing with this, though, I is, didn't know if you wanted to interject. No, because I, I could go on. And talk, even even I, talking I, I lo- about. I love seeing the JSA. I love this. Now, also, on a side note, I think that this is another one of those things that's showing we're going to open up a little of the timeline. This is what we're going to go from there. And then Diddy. I have to hit the deal there. Uh, did he? He ended up being one of those generations writers. So I think that this would tie into all that stuff and all that. Well, it, it's fine. And I do like it. And I do like the idea that by the end, you do get Carter realizing what it's like to have no more regenerations. He can't be reincarnated. He's not going to regenerate. Yeah, so all of a sudden, the Hawkman is shook at a certain point. Like he doesn't, he can't react the way he, I'm like, this is a great moment to do it because you have made it that the presence rewarded Shire and Carter with one more life. And they chose, which we find out in this issue, they chose their, their, their most fond life was being with the JSA in the 1940s. So the presence put them back into this life. And that's great. I think that's amazing. We have a new definitive origin for Hawkman, one life, no reincarnations back in the 1940s. But do they remember this life? Like the whole thing is like, well, it's March 13th, 1942. Yeah, I, I'm going to do this great thing in a week or this is going to like, do they remember this life more than the other lives? Or what does this mean? Because I have no idea at this point because they've already lived this life. We're even going into the idea where this is our new like status quo for the Hawks. At the end, they reveal half set freaking, you know, the the Egyptian reincarnation like foe of Hawkman and Shire who have, has been reincarnating as well with them going after them. He plans on killing Hawkman and Hawkwoman once and for all. 
he doesn't know about the new status quo. Like, what does this mean for the whole thing? And it's and cool. Even, and even throwing half set is just such a mind fuck because, you know, the Prince Khufu half set like rivalry that they had that which originally led to the reincarnations before Venditti's definitive origin of how things happen. Now, now you have this thrown in as well of the idea of like, does he think that this is the real origin for Hawkman with Prince Khufu? Or like, I don't know. It's just, there's so many things going on in this issue. And really, we get a big, like, as you said, roll call of the JSA and the Injustice Society. And I'm still, and the thing is, I'm still kind of cool with it. I am kind of cool with that. I like, hey, I'm going to take you down, the gambler. And he looks like he's a fancy dressed up, you know, Colonel Sanders. You know, look at that. Yeah, the guy. gambler. I mean, anybody, the gambler who has a gun and a knife, he's brought both to the fight, Eric. A little he, mind over matter, uh, brainwave. Hey there. So, and everybody does announce the names, which I kind of needed anyway. But when you have Degaton, per Degaton, when you have him about to shoot Carter in the face, you know, right in the head, he, Carter, oh my God, all this for nothing. Oh my God. And that is the, you know, the deal where he hesitates you do see that Hawkwoman sees that but again this is the Diddy formula Eric the Diddy formula is let's get a little bit of progression but get a lot of fan service wow moments and you get that really a lot in this and this one hit with me because I do like seeing the JSA and the art was incredible I loved oh, yeah. it I love yeah, the art I loved this it. whole thing so with that I did like, like it but there's not much the, more to talk about no I'm saying you get the JSA in here where you have Alan Scott Green Lantern you have Jay Garrick the Flash you have Wesley Dodds the Sandman you have uh, Ted Co- oh, that's Ted Cord freaking Ted Grant uh, Wildcat going up against like the Injustice and you have the Hawks obviously but you have like Vandal Savage, Per Degaton, you know, Brainwave, the Wizard, the Gambler, and I'm like, and the Huntress, and I'm like, you know, who before it would become or later, I forget how the thing works now, was Tigress, but you have all of these great classic Golden Age heroes and villains here who you have not seen in a long time, and honestly, it's just, this is the best thing you could do. And I then wish throw in half set with that on the side well, deal, it's great. Though, beyond that, because you've just gotten done the Stargirl, like, season one kind of thing, where you have these characters, these villains, I'm like... Please start telling people who may be fans of that TV show that they're being featured over here in this Hawkman. Yeah, but it's too late. (laughs) This thing's ending. And yeah, the thing, though, this is pretty much one of my favorite, if not my favorite issues of the week. But boy, it's a quick read because nothing really happens. Nothing happens. You you fight the Injustice Society, which is great. And it even leads to this new idea with one life to live. How does Hawkman react? That boy is shook. He doesn't know what to do. He does not. He's not the savage Hawkman right now because why why would you? Obviously, this entire time, you can make some freaking terrible risks, do some stupid ass savage Hawkman stuff because you know you're coming back eventually. Time or space is nothing to you. Now it's like. Maybe I want to go work at the carpet store. Yeah, really. I said, oh, man, you went back to the carpet store? Yeah, you could have done anything. You went back to the carpet store. But yeah, with that, you end up having a hat set at the end with a big cliffhanger. This is also a Diddy deal. So I, I, I like the roll call because of the art. Luckily, the I, art I is just, incredible. But I just you, I had a smile on my face when I read yeah, it, I have to say. that That's basically it, it, my it's deal. It's a lot of fun. But when you end up going to half set at the end, I'm just sitting there like, the ball's on you for even just going back. And now you're talking about another origin for Hawkman after doing your definitive and now rewriting the status quo with this, but bringing in this Egyptian Prince Khufu has said stuff. I'm like, where do you get off? Like what story are you writing right now? But no, as a Hawkman fan, it's exciting to see these things. I just don't know how they work anymore because things have changed left and right for me right now through this 26 issues, 27 now. And I'm like, 
we don't have a lot of time with. What games are you playing with me for Hawkman? Like at the end, is it like none of this definitive origin matter because things have been opened up and now we're just doing things randomly again. Now he's the Hawk God from Zero Hour. I'm like, yeah, don't do that. But uh, what'd you give it? Oh, I ended up giving this a 7.5 out of 10. Like, I'm giving I can it a complain name. I can complain about not getting the answers I want all goddamn day because there's a lot of stuff thrown at you throughout this whole thing that I want to know about. But giving me the JSA, giving anybody the JSA after all this on and give them a good proper introduction. Like, yeah, I want to know why they're going after the Injustice Society, what the Injustice Society are up to, why they're fighting, doing all this stuff. But you get a you get a fun ass battle and you get a progression of who Carter Hall is now and what we're going to be dealing with for the progression of the rest of the series, most likely. We might have time to get those answers I want, but right now I'm like, yeah, you did some good stuff here. I, I I enjoyed this. Or as I told some people who love Hawkman, this may be the start of after things settle down, all this stuff going on, we make it a JSA book with this, and that's why you have that, and I'd be good with it. I'd have some fun with it. Just but- the idea of what your, your cliffhanger is half set there. The eternal curse is severed. I'm like, no, it's it's already been, dude. You know, Hawkman and Hawkwoman shall succumb to their final death. I'm like... Well, yeah, but you don't need a special freaking blade no, for that or any of your freaking it. voodoo. That's what the funny thing is. He thinks he needs all this nonsense. You calm down, man. He just needs a gun. He just <laughs> needs to go. You could end up having Hawkman. He's Dr. Sl- Evil Son right now. Look, I'll just walk up with a gun and shoot yeah, him. Yeah, that's Pow. what he needs. I, I want him to slip on a banana peel and break his neck. That's it. That's the untimely end of Hawkman. He's not so savage after all. But yeah, I'm going eight. I really liked it. I thought the art was great. And I had a smile. Yeah, and there's a lot, a lot of books that weren't making me smile this week and one is batman and the outsiders number 16 which is our final book of the night you know what that means there written by brian no. edward hill it means that we usually save an, uh, a bomb for the end oh, art, art by dexter soy veronica gandini and clayton Cows. battle with race is over and after all the setup leading up to it it was a huge letdown i did like how brian hill elevated black lightning I pretty much told Eric the exact panel where people were going to go nuts for it, but almost a year and a half of story ends in a couple panels and we probably haven't seen the last of him moment. And then Batman just goes off and says, we're going to have to talk in Gotham. Why does nobody take down any villains anymore? Like, why does everybody just let them get away to fight another day? Even the idea that you set up that possibly the Lazarus pits have been taken away, but maybe not. We we don't know fully. So if you do everybody end up, plays around but games if you that. do end up with Raish dead, say just dead, there well, is the idea. Well, there is the idea of, well, I wonder if those, you know, you have a mystery then. I wonder if he could come back because they kind of destroyed some life, but there's probably some, so you could still work with that. At least have it in this book where you have a definitive ending of this race deal, not huh, that race. He's always in the shadows. He's well, is. even with what they're doing with this whole thing, because race has this alien technology, which he has terraforming abilities with this whole thing. Like and we flying saw he- abilities. Well, it's part of terraforming. Is it gravitational? Whatever the whole thing. But he he destroyed Shiva's home village from where she grew up, kind of thing. He we saw he wants to just do this to Gotham. He wants to do this to the world. He wants to set everything anew, and he can do this with this whole thing. But he starts talking about this machine has changed me in different ways, and I am the force of change. And I don't understand, like, because he talks about how it's changed him. We saw it was messing his whole hand up in his arm. He was getting all gross. And I'm like, well, is that just like the radiation? Got, like the a thing sleeve that he has to tattoo hold? nonsense. Probably has hepatitis, you know, but like ha- people we, do. We have powered up Jefferson Pierce here to take him on, feel the power, negate the power at all. But when he first sees the uh, the outsiders, he hits them with a terraforming blast. But, you know, they go down for a little while. But like, 
why did you stop with the small blast when you just demonstrate a few issues before that you have the power to destroy an entire village with this thing? Like, like, did you not want to kill them? Did you want them to try and stop you more? Like, I don't understand because even with that, this is a Jefferson Pierce issue through and through because we get our heroes knocked down. The only person that really gets up and does anything the rest of it is Orphan Cassie Kane here who just takes out some no-name freaking assassin guys. And that's all you get. And it's out fine. Of the I don't mind seeing her beating up people, though. Why is she up? And you know, Shiva's just laying there, maybe watching. But all that going on there, and it's a nice moment for Cassie. So you end up having her do stuff, but you Kinda end up having still you still have Jefferson up above doing this nonsense. But then you end up having Rache fly out, say he's a god. Now he has this whole deal, and so with all of these things going on, you, you we said you set up the whole idea. It's changing me. Yeah. And whatever you I also guess. have the idea oh my god the whole new world order the economics and we'll push that aside as well because we're not dealing with that we're just gonna have Raish kind of try to tell jefferson hey teacher i may have killed your friend but you know you're pretty good you could probably you know jump in after i tear everything down and you'd be pretty good at bringing you some things like back justice don't you i'm about justice too but the thing is jefferson Fear is the only way to get justice. You, are you down with that? No. Ooh, okay. Maybe this ain't going to work. Let's step back a few there because you're not down with me. Let's fight. And so you end up having Jefferson who through his – it said through his suit and all, he was supercharged. His new and, powers. But the new powers seem to only be a GPS to take him to – the deal but then it was and but now he blasts race well, and that's the thing is now he can use his power to negate the power of the device and but race is saying he's a god and the thing is i don't even know how like what is the is, is it race doing it anymore or is the device is it both of them together i it don't all know just because, gets thrown at you here because even when like you know we, we essentially end the story with you know black lightning zapping Raish, Raish falling down and Jefferson picking up the device. And then later on, it's, it's weird because you see him at one point have the device in his hand. Batman said, it's weird, Batman. I can still feel the device. I'm like, motherfucker, it should still be in your hand. What are you talking about? You can still feel it. Did he hand it to Batman? And it's in his, you know, his utility belt? Yeah, I could still feel it. It made me so powerful. But also with that, Raish is like, and I saw some people loving this. Oh man, it's going to be trouble for Black Lightning. I'm going to, my will, will, I'll aim my war at you. I'm going to be, really? This is what these villains to every day just because like, race says i'm gonna is, be after you it, it is such a weird thing too because he race has killed his friend back at metropolis and this is a big driving point from like you know black lightning to get justice against him because this is a big sticking point for him going against race but race now yes it seems like he might not be the race that we once knew have the money whatever he needs to be the league of assassins the demons head of this whole thing he's got a few freaking guys that a little girl's taken out yeah she is a living weapon but he only has oh, what i'm trying to get at is he only has a few guys he doesn't that we have even anything left to for the most part. there's nothing going on with ray shall go but it's like this guy this once all-powerful freaking head, head of the demon league of assassins guy I'm going to kill everybody you know. Like, this is a powerful threat that Je- Jefferson, for the most part, besides for like Tobias Way on stuff, he hasn't had to deal with this kind of threat and against everybody he knows. And it's like, all right, I guess I'm zapping you and also letting you get away. I'm like, oh, that was a bad move, Jefferson. Yeah, you have that whole thing. I'm going to aim my whole war at you. Hey, I'm going to do that. Jefferson zaps him. He race drops the device, you know, and I, I don't even know what to call it because we really didn't deal a lot with the particulars the of it. So you end up where, you know, Jefferson picks it up, even though it kind of seems to disappear right away anyway. But he ends up then seemingly 
overpower power zap Raish then, and I don't know why he doesn't die. I mean, he goes flying I, I, off I the it. roof. And the and, thing is, yes, he's been brought back by Lazarus Pit. He's hundreds of years old. He's also an old man who just got zapped with black lightning's full force, maybe even being supercharged with an alien device in his other hand. I don't know, but off a roof, maybe onto another one, maybe down in the street below. This dude should be dead. Well, and that's the thing. I don't mind leaving it like that. Leave it that he might have killed him. And yeah, you don't want black light, but this is Rachel Ghoul, and this is the like, whole thing going that, on. He says, I want to kill you. I'm like, all right. So then you end. But I won't. It ends then with Batman coming up. Hey, what up, Black Lightning? I didn't kill him. How do you know? You just blasted him off like a 80 million story like, building. This whole with- thing should have really ended with Raish's body laying there. You see his feet and you should just see smoke coming off him as somebody, some mysterious person in the shadows picks up the freaking body and carries it away. And right we there. can even say, I think it was Talia. I think it was this. It might have been Damien. He's got a new Ubu. Make it Damien. And then you're really tying Something. shit in. That'd yeah. be awesome. But like Kamir grandfather and, you know, all that uh, uh, character has already died himself bringing his grant you know all that tying into team right, that'd be great your hand right away that'd be awesome but you end up with the save the speech i didn't kill him what and i know Raish knows you now we stopped him this here a, but once you, you know you someone he's gonna get you <laughs> you don't want to make black lightning a murderer i understand this. i could look i don't want that to happen but when right before you blast him and he he screams at you i will aim my war at you these are some harsh words that you might not want to have any ramifications coming back at you after this battle. I mean, you don't even want to, if you don't want to go my full out craziness with Damien. You will never know peace. I'm like, like, even when he says, I believe you and zaps him away. I'm like, these are some harsh threats, man. You can't just take this lightly. And and here's what you could have done, though. He could have killed him, right? He zaps him. He's dead. Don't do it. No, then, but then you then just you have him. Back him. No, with ba- the charge? No, Batman, the no, Batman just comes up and he's like, I don't know what to do, Batman. I killed Raish. And Batman, all, all he has to say is, Raish doesn't die. He'll be back. There. You, you solved it. You ended up having Black Lightning do what right, he wants that, to that do. Is a, that and, is a cop out. You cannot say those but things. You can't also just say, I didn't kill him when we see him getting blasted off of a skyscraper. And I didn't Look, kill him. I don't him. know how it works. Uh, well, what the happened? Gravity was his the enemy. gravity was his enemy. The pavement ended up <laughs> killing him down below. I'm out. Batman's like, how do you think I've gone all these years without killing assholes? I do the same thing. Heads up. So you end up with all this there where you have – <laughs> the whole story of this, because this is the race finale. We still have one yep. issue where you're going to tie up the things and pretty much reset. We're going to find out stuff. what the signal's powers are. No, I, well, maybe, uh, but you end up we're gonna where find Batman, out about Katana's elemental powers. They go, no, the, you go in. <laughs> what's, what's Sophia's name is beyond no. the, uh, Babylon. You, you go in and, and you have, you know, Shiva, I'm proud of you, daughter. There you go. You get that moment. Then Aww. you have Batman say to Black Lightning, you should be walking amongst, you know, the Trinity. You should be with Diana and Clark. That's the elevation deal. And that was one point in the Justice League, and it was the best Justice League and ever. And so with that, though, you should have these outsiders come up to the roof like, hey, where's Rach? Did we get him? <laughs> he'll be back. He's back into the darkness for now. The world is free of him, but he'll be back. They should be like, what the hell Shiva are you talking about? Be I know you ended up having Shiva's village destroyed. She should say, I am leaving. She was right only now. in this to kill Rachel Ghul. She's fine. She just stands there. And Proud even the idea where you already had also Duke who was joining him with Cass with Shiva because they wanted that. 
they wanted to be able to end this and end it finally. And then you just have Batman. Yeah, yeah, you know, he might be back, but he's in the shadows now. Duke's like, I, I run the shadows. I'm going to go and kill that asshole. Well, no, you just and- have Batman like – you don't need me anymore. You've had the power all along. All of you. You're it all was in your heart. It was all inside you all along. Hey I'm there. not sure you ever did need and me. And this I'm is like, the thing. This is a big thing that Brian Hill was mad about from the beginning because you ended up having to have Batman in this book so that you can have him in the title, supposedly sell more issues. So him saying this, I think, is backdoor shade of the you didn't need me all along. I'm going to get going. And that made me giggle kind of because I was told by you know him that 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 was the case that they didn't want it. And if you remember when this book started, it ended up coming out of Detective Comics at Brian Hill's run, and it was delayed. He had to change things. It was canceled at one point. Then it comes back, and you did have people just ripping into Brian Hill, including Tony Isabella. Tony that Isabella asshole. Freaking just that jumped asshole. Up. How dare you yeah. have Jefferson Pierce Why talking wasn't like you know this me? And he's. Yeah, he's there and he's second fiddle to Batman when the whole time Brian Hill didn't want that, but he was made to. Just like yeah. Steve Orlando in the Justice League of America book, they were made to put the Batman, Batman in there. Batman and so you had that. And really, Batman being in this book, it really did tie it down a bit because you kept having Jefferson. Hey, you don't want me to lead. You don't trust me. You don't trust. It kept going with that. Then you end up having the story kind of get changed into the year of the villain with Raish. I don't know what the hell he got for that year that because he didn't get it. He's a mess now. Like you said, you don't even have the League of Assassins. All this stuff is left. But then by the end, you just got nothing. You ended up with this just. I want to know yep, more about he's the ARC done. program. Yeah, a lot of things are just left behind in a book. Like there's sometimes where you have a book that too much is thrown at you. There's no thing. Yeah, this didn't have that. This just had the same character moments, the same things. Duke saying, I don't think you want me on the team. Oh, my karma. I didn't react well. You don't trust me. And that just went on for a while. Jefferson, the whole deal. And then we ended up having to make it personal for this. So Rache suddenly this just kills the personal. teacher so that, you know, Jefferson can get pissed. But you ended up throwing in the Markovian. Such a weird series. Tra- you know, crashed alien deal that was going to stop. Yeah, it was. It was, was going was, to be Brainiac Tech, that that was what seemed to be at the end of his this- run in the whole Detective Comics. It was Katana showing up to, you know, these characters that were helping with the karma deal in with Batman saying, hey, look at this map. These are all this tech that's around. We have to gather it. It seemed a lot like the Batwoman book that ended up being like out of Monster Men. We're going to go and yeah, grab yeah. all the things. It never was that book. And then you tried to get back to it, but it was too late. And it just... Well, even Batwoman wasn't that book because that became the lost year. Yeah, yeah, really. And so this book ended up just wasting too much time at the beginning. It didn't sell. And then you're, you're trying to catch up and tell your story by the end. And it just ended up, okay, here we go. Foxes we got to force this in. This is so forced. This was such a forced ending. And we have read every issue. I want to like it. I think Brian Hill is a really stand-up guy. If you talk to him on Twitter and say, I think this last, but if I went right now and said, hey, Brian, this last issue was kind of bullshit. You forced it. He would say, you know what? I, I agree at some point he might try to, you know, give you a spin, Maybe but he, he won't he won't block you or say, you know, F you asshole. He will, you know, talk to you and try to talk to you with that. And so I really like him and hate to just, you know, shit on a thing. But boy, th- this was a crazy ending for something but that lasted way too long. It was nothing. I gave it a five out of ten. Just a standard. 
And the art's amazing, though. It is. Dexter Soy's art's always great. You have that. And I'm glad that he came back fully to end it because he's been Even in and out. Even though him coming back and doing this, what did you give him to do? You have Jefferson Pierce standing there. You have Rachel Ghost in there. And you have the majority of our outsiders and Batman laying on the ground. Yeah. And and with that, I will also say, I actually do also like the Veronica Gandini colors in this as well. So I, I we never really, you know, at the end talk about that, but I do like that as well. No, but the colors don't die. They always work together and everything because of that always looks good with that team. I just wanted to give a shout out near the end. But yeah, what would you give it? I'd end up giving this a there's an I'm telling you, it's a nothing burger with no cheese. I'm telling you this four point five out of ten because I I'm telling you, I like the art a lot, but this, there's nothing to this story, and it just goes nowhere for a zap-zap, Raish is done, and he might kill my entire family in the future. It's going to suck, man. But I'm like, there's nothing. I'm scrolling through right now just trying to find, like, yeah, that was a really cool moment. But even Cassie beating up rando assassins means nothing because she's the most dangerous person in the world. Yes, she can kick the ass out of a couple people that we don't care about. It does nothing for this book. And Jefferson Pierce getting his his justice for his friend, like, Maybe lock Raish up afterwards. Do something to make sure that he doesn't kill anybody else, especially now that he's targeting his war at you. Yeah, the Do funniest something. thing is, you know, Black Lightning, you could fly down and grab him. <laughs> you could go grab you him. You, things, he's Lightning. down there. He's, again, he's always jumping on the blimp and going away. That's what I assume. Oh, but it looks great, though. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's upsetting that it ends with just that. And I'm assuming and the next issue is just well, going to be that. one of those, hey, what are you going to do, Duke? Well, I'm going to head off. And- That's the thing is, all right, guys, I'm, I'm Batman right now. All right, guys, uh, you never needed me. I don't think you ever did, but even though you outsiders should continue doing your own thing, I have one more request. Oh, what's that, Batman? I'll tell you when we get back to Gotham. I'm like, what? Right. what? Like, and then he swings yeah. off. And then they're like, what an Thanks, asshole. Batman. Like, we have to wait all that time? Uh, just we have to go but why do we have to go back to gotham what are the ears are you know going to please just say what you're going to say which is hey i trust all you guys but i don't know that you need this team or you know maybe you should go off and that de- whatever it is but just nonsense and plus if shiva shows up like why'd you show up shiva you, you're we're done our little contract she get out so of angry she should be so pissed so pissed but you end up with that but eric what is your book of the week Oh, my book of the week is Hawkman number 27. So is mine. That is mine as well. So, hey, if you uh, want to listen next week, I don't know what I'm doing with the transition here, Eric. So grab that Hawkman, people. But here are the books for next week. It's just I don't know how I do this. How do we do this here? Yeah, next week we actually get – me and Eric have thought that we were getting Aquaman for like two weeks straight now. We're actually getting Aquaman. Aquaman, Aquaman, everybody. Aquaman number 63, which will be that second part. Back to the Red Wedding of, of Atlantis. Yeah, well, actually, this is the second part Son of, of the a bitch, Black, am I wrong? Black Mana deal. So we end oh, up. Oh, you're right. Because when I saw the cover and talked about the from trench, the trench there, I forgot for a second that the trench showed up in freaking, uh, uh, freaking, I can't even think of what it's called now. What's a. Uh, Sebel. Zebel, yeah, thank I'm showed up in Zebel. I almost said Xanadu. Xanadu, all right. Yeah, and it's Xanadu. one of those stupid X words. I know what's going on here. You end up with it. I think that by Zebel. the end of this, it will tie back into the wedding because remember, they are waiting for Jackson to show up. And I think oh, that, that then we'll go queen. forward. What then we also bitch. have Batman number 99. We're getting close to the end of the Joker War. It seems like it's just starting, but we are ending it uh, right. soon. So we have that, and it has Nightwing on the cover. 
First Robin, the final ally, it says Eric. Oh my goodness. All right. I cannot wait. And then we also you know what have, that means. I don't either. We at least it's not the first victim. We end up having Catwoman number 25. And this is Ram V's first issue coming on to I, I, supposedly the cover go. gets me so interested in what yeah. this book could be about with cool. the Joker and the uh, with the penguin and the riddler and Catwoman. I'm like, yes, I need to know yeah, more. They're in please. the cool room. We're heading out. They're, she's gonna make <laughs> them all, she's gonna, gonna make gonna them all billionaires. In? It says Joker were collateral I, damage. Even, so there you I go. I didn't even realize it's that it a was tie-in. a tie-in. So, yeah. okay, I thought it was still like, you know, we're still off doing Ram V, Catwoman stuff. I think that, that it's no, going to kind no of be in both. But, yeah, you have a man, a bird, oh, a and dummy. a cat walk into a bank. Yeah, I think they're coming out of the cool room. I'll make right. you a billionaire. I still, I still look forward to it, at least. Yeah, I think that what Catwoman is going to do, and we said about it, you even said at the end of the last bit where she's like, I'm going to make you a billionaire. You're like, you, you're going to screw it up again, Catwoman. Yeah, I yeah. think that it's going to be a caper to get to that. Has this really worked for you, making it the Joker a billionaire? <laughs> the idea of her trying to get back the money or something with Riddler and the Penguin both working with, that sounds pretty cool. I'm looking fun. forward to that. It's a heist story. It, that's what I want. There's many moving parts. Detective Comics number 1027, a thousand issues of Batman being in Detective Comics, Eric, and we're going to have a big anniversary here. And it is Slam Bradley, right? Yeah, him and Shorty being pieces of crap. There's going to be some smooching at the end. There always is. I just read the next bit of for my. Uh, Detective Comics before Batman, and there's some smooching, a lot of smooching at the end. Shorty never gets the smooches. And so you end up with this. It's a very oversized issue. I do want to mention. Yes, I want to mention that. Two of these books possibly will be on the Patreon spotlight. If you wanted to listen to that or even vote for what book goes, go over to patreon.com slash weird science. Now, I'm going to tell all you, you badasses out there. Yeah, if Detective Comics 1027 gets picked, which we think it will, that will be the only book because it is oversized. It is 147 pages or something. So we'll see how that goes. We also end up having Justice League number 53. That's big. That's Joshua Williamson jumping on for the death metal tie-in the, the issue. death metal tie-in. So that's pretty Justice big. League matters once again, boys yes. and girls. Yeah. Holy shit. Hopefully it'll be good, but it will matter. Metal Men number 10. Now, that book always matters, right? To me. Dark multiverse metal men are coming into town, Eric, with a few days to thrill. I do, too. Teen Titans number 45 is the last one on the list, and we end up having- I am curious to see where they go with that. Robin's gone. It's my team now, says Crush on the cover. Just like oh, saying crush. the cover. <laughs> oh, crush. I love saying the cover is there, but yeah. Everybody she, knows that it's Red Arrow's team if Damien's not there. Everybody knows it's You'll always just be house, the muscle, baby. Please. And I do want to mention some other books that will be coming out that we don't really talk about. Batman's Grave number 10 coming out, that Warren Ellis book. Piece of crap. But How's we that don't talk about that. On? I don't know. I don't know. But we yeah, that's about it. That's the other book that's like, coming out. I'm not out. even talking about Warren Ellis being a piece of crap. I'm talking about the book being no, shitty from the get-go. It's because – Pretty much, if you announce a you know a limited or a maxi series, they usually Vigilante. do end up. That's the only one. That's the only one. But you know, you, you ended up having for crying out loud. Southside South Tales, Southland off, Tales. What was yeah, it? Yeah, Southland uh, Tales. I believe. First off, it it's not a bad seller. Before you ended up having the shutdown, it was like thirty thousand. I read so, the book. I don't understand. I don't how that understand happens. it. But people like the Batman's, and they used to like Warren Ellis. But if you end up having seriously, if you have a Dial H and a Wonder Twins that are selling six thousand, please, we're not canceling anything until now where we have this thing. And I'm actually shocked with the new regime coming in that they didn't say, "Hey, 
this book's out. But they I didn't. agree. I'm done. That's another aspect why it should be yet. You know, again, it's it's making some money. Maybe maybe money is king, as they say. Eric. Cash is king. Yeah, I'm just saying money anymore because nobody uses cash, right? Cash is clay, is what I say. But here we are at the end of the podcast. Thanks everybody for a clay listening. Clayface three, son. Clayface three. Yeah. So we end cash up. Cash is clay. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But we end up with all this, and thanks everybody who listens, gets a hold of us and all that stuff and you know go over to our patreon check it out give us a little enthusiasm how for stupid us is that on. though preston Payne, clayface 3 and lady clayface have a son they name him cassius and to me this is the pinnacle of comic book jokes and yeah. it still is in my cassius mind it's Clay. the funniest thing ever that's like, your, yeah, that's your favorite you did thing it. you did it where's preston Payne at nobody remembers that clayface. nobody remembers that clayface maybe we'd have gotten that in 5g who knows but no. eric <laughs> probably not what do we say at the end of the podcast everybody have a great week, week. keep it weird. weird and we'll see you in seven see you in seven yeah yeah yeah